Welcome to the With the Will podcast. We're here to talk about Digimon and hopefully inform and entertain you a bit. I'm Mark. I run With the Will. I'm Victor from the Modern Gaffa. And Victor has me up far earlier doing the show than I want to. And Mark is kind enough to do the show when it's incredibly convenient for me. No, I woke up with a Charlie horse. What is a Charlie horse? Uh, have you ever woken up oh. and your calf gets really tight and it feels like it's compressed and it really, really hurts? Yeah, see, I've always, a Charlie horse has always been like somebody makes a weird kind of fist with like their thumb between a certain finger or something and they just kind of hit you with it. So it like, causes, oh, it causes pain that is kind of like that, but it's more of a physical attack. Okay. It's like, yeah. I'll give you a Charlie horse. So it's less yeah, of that, yeah. that. Yeah, that was, uh, it was 940 here. That happens. And I'm like, eh, Victor wanted to do the show early. I might as well get up, take a shower, and get ready and, and blame him for this. Well, Mark, you should just move to the East Coast like the rest of the world. No. <laughs> Yeah, I've never really had to deal with the whole time zones thing being different because I live on the East Coast and most of like yeah, the world Tool, goes to the yeah, East Coast. Yeah, and Tool recorded with you most of the time, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Tool 100% of the time recorded in the same room oh, as okay. me. And with most guests, they were on the East Coast. The grid was really when it was the first, like, hey, we're going to record such and such, like 8 p.m. Central Pacific Mountain Time. And I'm like, what is that? So I'm like getting out converters every week. Turns out we're recording at like 10 p.m. Like I did a guest spot with them last week, this week, this last week, whatever. It's last yeah. week by the time this episode comes out. Yeah. And so, so, so it's early and I'm here and yeah. I'm vaguely awake. Right, so we'll experiment and see how Victor Victor works. needs me tired so he can keep up with, my, with me. Energy-wise. We're probably going to be Monday afternoons kind of work best for me, which is yeah. Monday evening-ish. I mean, it's late. It's mid-afternoon for me, and it'll be early afternoon for you, so that yeah. should probably work. Well, it worked fine for the try episode. Yeah, because I get off work at 4, and on Mondays, Katrina gets home by like 6.37, so if we keep them tight 90 minutes to an hour, that should totally be fine. We might occasionally hear her Vic, Vic, walk in. Victor, Victor, Victor keeps sliding this into conversations about the podcast being shorter. Uh, my goal is to make this podcast 90 seconds. I'm just slowly weeding you down, Mark. <laughs> my, my goal is to just do the show and it ends up being what it is. But yeah, I think this will probably be a slightly shorter episode. Yeah. And of course, there's there's not going to be long lists of things for a while, which makes Victor happy. And there's and no it makes big him thing to review or discuss. Yes. Yeah. Although we will be mentioning the pop-up shop later, which I know Victor loves. Oh, yeah. I have a personal <laughs> connection to the pop-up shop this time, so... So, so do I. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. uh, there's not a lot of site stuff to go over, so let's go over that first. Ooh. People are talking about Try Part 4 and Part 5 still. That's Ooh. about it. How's the Is the gallery still being updated regularly? The last time I updated it was the CD scans, which they either went up right before or right after the last episode. Okay, cool. Yeah, so those are up, and I have a few things I need to put up there, and at least one of them we'll be discussing later. Woo. Um, Discuss. So, yeah. So, a lot of people liked the last episode. Me and Victor were getting message, still getting messages about it. 
Yes, from people who, despite my attempts, are still fans of Sora. Oh no, people who are becoming fans of Sora now. I know, ugh. People don't understand, like, I started a podcast specifically to make people hate Sora. (laughs) That's not true. But, ugh. Send uh, send your hate mail to Victor, wherever he is. I'm just going to tell you my address one day. Oh no, I'm still going to say that because I don't want to deal with remembering it in the show. You probably have it. It's, it's on. The, I'm sure you have the box from the AVS lying around somewhere. With all I think. I, digi- I think. I think the box might be chucked at this point. What did you do with all the? I guess they're real, but like the fake Digimon cards that were disguised to be the thing. I don't remember. I don't remember to be honest, because <laughs> most of them were glued or taped together, or something. And they were all like starter pack one cards. Yeah, I. I, <laughs> I think at some point I realized they were all very basic cards, and when I realized they were stuck together, I think. <laughs> I sort of just tossed them back in the box, and they got tossed. Yeah, that's fine. Because it, yeah, because I wasn't gonna deal. <laughs> like I could imagine you doing rare cards and putting them together with safety tape or something to try to make me disconnect them, so I'd scan them and everything. But no, no, no. no. Okay. Trying to get, trying to recollect my thoughts. Collecting Mark's thoughts, everyone. We'll be back after this thought collecting break. Yeah. But yeah, uh, shows. Yeah, people seem to like what we're doing so far. Yeah. The not a rewatch so, thing is definitely working. Yeah. Uh, but there may be something about that later after the topic or at the end, which Victor doesn't know I'm going to bring up at the end of the topic. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so our topic for this episode is going to be, which we maybe should have done it in the first episode, but we sort of skewed into, oh, Mark was already helping Victor... Mm-hmm. on the Digimon rewatch towards the end, so let's sort of just move on. This is kind of like, uh, this podcast is like Dragon Ball Z, where we like had a story yes. going on beforehand, so the first episode is really episode like 900 of something else, so just kind of flowed in with a new logo, basically. So uh, we, ne- we never had I'll, time for an intro. I, I, I'd say I've taken ownership of it a bit more than that. Yeah. Because when you invite, when you were like, Mark, I, Tool's probably going to leave, and why don't you come on the rewatch? And I was like, yay. And my entire um, input would be that I would show up and I might have a list of links mm-hmm. for us to look at. Yeah. Now I do whole show notes. I do some audio tweaking at the end. I post it, the stuff. I, I'm having input and doing stuff. Yeah. At one point months ago, somebody was like, oh, hey, that guy from What the Will is on your show. And I'm like, yeah. And then a few months later, somebody was like, oh, hey, you're on the With the Will show now. And I'm like, I mean, it's still kind of my show. We just kind of changed the name and moved some things around. So, yeah. It's been a transformation. I, 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 don't, I don't remember if it was you or someone else who saw the notes when I was having some flip-throughs. Like, you're putting way too much effort into this. <laughs> because of the notes? Or somebody well, saw the notes? Well, because around when every try comes out i start to not get burnt out but i start to get worn down mm-hmm. and you know i made some comment just you know being a bit tired and someone i don't know who's just snapped about it and i want to say it was you <laughs> now, well if it was me i'm case, sorry it's basically like you don't you don't need to put in this much effort you're mm-hmm. gonna burn out i just want to do a breezy show mm-hmm. i think it was you because of the, la- the last part i vaguely re- 
right. breezy is one of my words, but it was something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think someone else commented, man, you're going to burn out on this or something. I'm like, no, try fours and then it'll be light for a while. Mm-hmm. Because around when each try comes out, I start running around like a jackass to get everything posted. It does get crazy. Yes. I can't imagine all the Power Rangers websites right now. Like, it's ridiculous. How long does it take to do, man, this is going to suck? <laughs> so, okay, so the topic for this episode is yes. going to be basically, who, like, who are we? Why do we like Digimon? Why should we, why should you care that we're doing a podcast when, at this point, the franchise is 20 years old, the media franchise as it is is 18, basically, what's up with us and Digimon? Yes. Do you want to start off a bit, Victor? Uh, sure, I guess. My earliest first discovery memory of Digimon is it would have been episode two. Uh, I know at one point I was, because it, it premiered on Fox Kids in 1999. Well, you only started with episode two, Victor. Well, here's the thing. I saw, like, an ad <laughs> for it, and it wasn't like a Fox Kids ad. It was kind of like my local TV station Ad and, oh, okay, so so your local Fox station yeah, just had Yeah, which I don't know which okay. one because I grew up on this the butt crack of Pennsylvania and Ohio, so we actually had three different Fox stations. We had Channel 5, Channel 11, and Channel 12, which was basic let, for... Let, let's pretend it's Channel 11, that way we can both just say Channel 11. Yeah, no, it was kind of cool though because we would have like syndication packages of like shows, so I'd watch an episode of The Simpsons on Monday, and then on Tuesday that same episode was on a different channel. It was cool. But yeah, Channel uh, the, 11. The, the the old days when if you wanted to watch The Simpsons, even repeats, it was always just going to be on Fox. Yeah. You didn't have to worry about FX or digital. Yeah, but it was the kind of web commercial where it was just kind of the newscaster person saying, watch Digimon Saturday at 9 with like the logo and that was it. <laughs> and I saw that and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like Digimon. I want to say what? that was my reaction too. Yeah, because um, yeah, obviously. So for how, obvious how did you end up seeing it? I was must have just been flipping through the channels either after school or on a Saturday morning, uh, probably after school, just because I don't remember the original schedule and everything. But I feel like after Saturday mornings, I was kind of more aware and with it. And at one point, I had a I wrote a schedule in my school journal in like fourth grade. We had to keep a journal. And it was like when I would switch back to Kids WB and like what times I would take a break and stuff. <laughs> it was great. Um, but I just kind of – it just just was on one day and I caught only the last like two minutes. So I saw like the whole Greymon fight and then I saw him oh, turn okay. back into Agumon. And I'm like, what? And I made awareness of the fact that he wasn't – Ty was not barking orders at uh, Greymon. I noticed that everyone was Mon. I noticed that he changed back into Agumon. That was different. I noticed that the stakes and the energy and, like, fear were kind of higher, and it kind of felt like a real thing. And most importantly, I noticed, like, the sense of a cliffhanger, even though Episode 2 kind of ends with kind of onward to more adventure, the same way Pokemon would. It kind of felt like this was a piece of a bigger story. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... The reason I watched the first episode, you will not be that surprised by. Oh, wasn't there was a commercial for something else you wanted to see, right? There, there was going to be the first trailer for the new Transformers show, mm-hmm. and it was just during Digimon, so it meant watching the whole because there was so, no specific time. What what Transformers show was on at that time though? Um, they were about to start Beast Machines, right? 
Do you remember yeah. a day where um, the cast of Malcolm in the Middle hosted Fox yes. Kids and they had videotapes that were trailers for – some yes. of them were trailers, some were clips, some were weird Yeah, they used pieces. to do these – not every year, but they used mm-hmm. to do the Fox Kids preview show and it would mm-hmm. generally be like a Thursday or Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. This was like and- an all-day Saturday thing. And I remember they aired, they premiered Beast Machines and Beast Wars at the same time, which was because Beast yeah, Wars um, was in syndication on Saturday. Yeah, and Fox, mornings. yeah, and Fox got repeat rights for it right as they started Beast Machines. So yeah, yeah. they started airing that generally on weekdays. I want to say it's kind of like how Toonami would have an episode of Fox of episode of Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z back to back, and it's like, why are you doing this? Oh, they're doing it again. Are they really? Well, I mean, nowadays that's okay. But... No, Dragon Ball Super, and then oh. they're airing the Boo Saga of Kai. Oh. For the first time. Well, I guess Kai is technically new, sort of. Yes. So, that's cool. Um, But yeah, and then I just remember trying to keep up with it and getting caught up, and eventually I saw episode one, and for a while I was confused as to who was who, because there were 14 main characters. Uh, So that was a blast. And all my friends got into it. That must have been great for licensees. Uh, like, how, oh. how many shows just have 14 characters that you can figure out what to do with product-wise? Yeah. That is kind of a nice option, because nowadays, Power Rangers, they do, like, cockpit armor, so they have an excuse to sell toys for a second year. Like, oh, last year you got the figures, this year it's the cockpit battle armor figures that they never use because they're in a cockpit. But I don't you... think that... They didn't do that for Dino Charge, did they? Uh, they Yeah, they totally did. Yes, okay, I'm losing track of yeah. Power Rangers then. Um, but yeah, now with, with Digimon, you could totally sell, if you wanted to do pencils, you could sell 14 different pencils. So, oh no, see, see, that's the thing though, is, is even at, from the beginning, you could actually do 21. Mm-hmm. And I, they, they actually did, as I recall. Yeah, I know, I remember the in-trainings <laughs> from merchandise way more from the show, because most of them are only in episode one, and then like a few times here or there. Yeah, well generally when you'd get a, uh, uh, the ultimate. Yeah. Like they they were in sticker books and coloring books and all kinds of stuff like that. But they were barely yeah. in the show. Yeah, I I'm see I'm trying to think if there's a specific reason the show stuck with me. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably just because I tend to like anything that I can connect to the char- even if a show is bad, if I can connect with the characters, I tend to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I think Digimon made that very easy to do. Yeah, it's very hard to not connect with a character, especially because, like I said, there's 14 main characters. Yeah. One of them has to identify with you, you know? Yeah. So that's very helpful. For me, I remember uh, it premiered in 99, so Power Rangers was kind of in its like Silver Age, that I call it, where it wasn't super popular, but the show was still kind of good. But At the time, I want to say that was uh, Lightspeed. Yeah, and Lightspeed, for me, my little brother got really into it, and that was the kind of thing where if your little brother likes it, it's not cool for you anymore, and also Lightspeed is not that great to begin with. So it kind of was like, why... Victor, Victor isn't that kind of... It, let's be honest, isn't that sort of the Power Rangers slogan? What? Power Rangers, it's not that great to begin with. Well, Lightspeed is actually a pretty decent yeah. average I mean, season. I, I, mean, the I, I mean, I like that... Power Rangers, yeah. but a lot of it is the – like, especially like everyone loves Mighty Morphin, even if mm. they rewatch in general. Yeah. It's sort of the same way people will re- rewatch Saved by the Bell and like it. It's not necessarily good. Yeah, it's no. fun to watch. Lightspeed falls between Lost Galaxy and Time Force, which are two really good seasons. So that's kind of its big problem. Because um, I know I was as a kid, I was in love with uh, Time Force. I don't even remember watching most of Lightspeed because my brother watched it. 
but yeah, it was kind of that was kind of my main crux of Fox Kids, where it was like that's what I came for. I was just, I was like sold fan from like day one, probably that moment I saw Agumon <laughs> turn into Greymon. I guess that was probably it. Yeah, Agumon. I well, there's a reason why he became the mascot. Well, mm-hmm. You have you have the clean design. The character works well. I think it, I think if you watch the character, you can understand him very easily. Mm-hmm. And he's not um, trying to think of that. I want to put it. He's not. He's not a disagreeable character. Yeah. Like you need to pay attention a bit more to understand, say, Tentomon. Mm-hmm. And Tentomon's an interesting character, but he's also not the the guy. Yeah. Tentomon and, and like Palamon, of course, Gatomon, they all have kind of a bit more depth to them. Yes. Whereas Agumon is just kind of, I'm Agumon, like he's very everyman, you know. And he eats a lot. Yeah. Um, and and then in Tri Part 3, he was basically told to shut up. <laughs> Which yeah. ev- everyone seemed to enjoy that because it, I think because it's one of the few times they sort of really, really mention it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know at one point me and Tool were trying to compare uh, Agumon and Tai to another show, and we called them the Buffy for a minute. But I was like, well, you know, Buffy kind of is the only one who ever kills the monster. Occasionally Willow or Angel or Spike would do it, but it's mostly still the Buffy show. She's in the name. And at one point yeah. he was like, oh, well, he's the Red Ranger. And I was like, yeah, he is. They are kind of like Ty is obviously the, like it's a very Power Rangersy show. Yeah. Ty is the Red Ranger, you know, where it's not always about him, but the story, he kind of gets the focus a lot. But everyone else gets their moment to shine. Yeah. And Agumon kind of is like that, where he's like the Red Ranger. Like, he's just very basic. He's not got a lot to him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and see, I, I remember back when the show was airing, um, Yahoo Chat had like 10 different Digimon rooms stuffed with oh people. My. And it made it very easy to find people to chat with online, mm-hmm. especially when not everyone had the internet. Yeah, and you were a little older than me, so for me, it was just chatting with kids on, like, the playground, Uh, and that was a very interesting experience, because, like, like Digimon, people think, like, oh, it was always the inferior to Pokemon, but, like, it kind of did take over the world a little bit, like, it was legitimate competition for Pokemon for Uh, a while. My grandfather got the licensing book at the time, that's where you, there'd be news about licensing stuff, Yeah, and, uh... Very often, you know, there'd be ratings information about shows. Digimon did pass Pokemon at some at yeah. points. Although and it's fair to point out that Pokemon took a big dive around the time Digimon started anyway. Like, it was very popular in its first few yeah. years. And so by the time Digimon came around, Pokemon was already starting to fade. Um, but still, like, just the name recognition alone was a big yeah. problem. Yeah. But um, in my school, it was like everyone loved both. And I was still, like, the go-to Digimon guy. And I remember at one point, like, I swear half the class stopped me in the hall. And they were like, Victor, is there such thing as a Digiball? And I was like, no. And they were like, but how do you get more than one Digimon? And I'm like, you don't. And they were like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was me in third grade. Um, yeah, I had a handful of the, the V-Pets that were imported because um, I'm trying to think of – I don't – remember my friend's name but he loved ordering import stuff but had no mm. ability to do so or internet at home uh-huh. so he would just order gobs of stuff and for whatever reason he would sometimes toss me things like huh. new in the box wow so like i remember getting the the Version dice gaze d3 oh. and the pendulum zero yeah 
I don't have a lot of memories of the V-Pets. I know I saw a commercial before the show, but it might have been for, like, a knockoff, like... Because once Digimon hit the scene, it was like, okay, look, let's make fighting Tamagotchis, and there was, like, a bunch of knockoffs. So yeah. I might have seen a commercial for something like that. See, I, I do remember the V-Pets from before the show. Mm-hmm. I didn't own one at the time. I think one of my friends at the time did, but I don't know. But mm-hmm. I had those too, but I never used them that much because I just wasn't much of a V-Pet person. Yeah. Well, and of course, the especially with the D3, I want to say it was a bit more confusing being in Japanese. A bit more. Yeah, I want to say, I know at one point my mom asked me if I wanted, she was like, hey, do you want one of those things that are like little and you can like put them together and fight? And I think I was like, no, I don't think so. So I think for Easter, my two older brothers got one and I didn't get one. I think I got like a Power <laughs> Rangers toy or something instead. And I just wonder, like, did they get like an actual digital monster product or was it just like a knockoff? You know, I'll never know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got some of the figures and stuff like that. That That's what I tended to enjoy yeah. around that time. I was all about the cards and the little two-inch two figures. I had all of those things. See, I had the cards, but I don't recall ever actually knowing how to play the card game. Me and all my friends, we tried to figure it out. We would, like, go through the rules. The rules are very confusing, and for the Digimon World uh, which the convention thing I did, I, like, did a how-to play, so I had to teach myself how to play, and then I had to basically coach the two people who enter the tournament through a game and it's a terrible game that's part of the problem because well, there's I'm no not I'm not, yeah. there's no turns you just kind of play there's sequences like there's phases like in Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic but you do them at the same time you don't like it's not like I'll do my turn you do your turn it's like okay let's both attack now let's both draw and now let's both digivolve it's just like oh my god wouldn't you just go back and forth yes but it's still you're going back and forth through terribly explained, com- like complicated process. It's still not a very clear thing, you know. Yeah, um, I guess. I guess so. I was never that big on it. And as a I, kid, I, the I, the Pokemon card game was really confusing for me just to learn from like the booklet. So I got the Game Boy Color game, and that told me very clearly how to play. See, so I, see, got... I, see, I I collected those, but I don't remember playing the game. I remember just mm-hmm. liking cards cards yeah, artwork no, and reading this stuff it was definitely i knew how to play pokemon more than digimon but kids like very few kids would actually like we played like the basic version where you would just like pick a card and just battle for a few turns until you won without any other cards like nobody had like nobody did like decks and shuffling like ever okay yeah i, yeah, I, I want to say that i want to say that happened mm-hmm. with me also but of course, you were a little older, so you weren't really in the whole playgrounding days. Well, it was also that since I was a little bit older, it, like at the time it started, I want to say I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. So there weren't, weren't it's, there weren't a lot of people my age get getting into new kid shows at the time, anyways. Yeah, I mean, I was already skewing into anime discussion and stuff, anyways, and you know that sort of just was more of it, although I want to say probably Digimon solidified me being around anime more because mm-hmm. at the time it was sort of like, oh, an anime, or, oh, I'd rent a VHS of an anime movie yeah. at the local Hollywood video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I was definitely the right age to grow up with Digimon because by the time Tamers and Fox Kids ended, I was kind of growing out of it and kind of watching less shows like that anyway. 
even if Frontier was easier to get a hold of, because I knew when it was on, but it was like this weird time on a weird channel. I just would forget about it, and it wasn't that good of a show to begin with. So it was Frontier, like whatever. Frontier, send, send Victor your hate mail. Oh, everyone. are you going to say that every time I have a negative opinion about something? No. No, but when you make the overarching statements that are going to get people <laughs> pissed at both of us, send Victor the hate mail. I like you, everyone. Victor doesn't. He secretly hates all of you. Okay. Um, Maybe I'm harsh but, on Sora, but come on, Frontier. See, see, I didn't see much of Frontier when it first aired because I was starting college at the time, and right. it aired over out here at like 7 a.m., mm-hmm. and I had a 7 a.m. class, so most of it I missed. And I sort of rewatched it years and years and years later. Mm-hmm. I want to say maybe around 2004, 2005, right. on VCD someone sent me. Oh. So, you know, some time had passed, and it... And, you know, I, I appreciated it for what it was. Was it great? No. Was it fun to watch? Mm-hmm. Yes. Minus the one or two episodes that were so dark that were hard to see because the recording settings were not good. Yeah. I mean, that that's how I watched Frontier. They were basically VHS recordings and then the 240i digital captures of them. Jeez, that sounds awful. Well, that's what it was back then. Yeah. Um, we didn't get none of this 1080p back then. <laughs> didn't know what the didn't. I mean, back then, uh, <laughs> like I still remember um, the being happy that the VHS bootlegs mm-hmm. of the movies were actually in widescreen. Wow. I don't think I knew what widescreen was until college, and I had a class on it, and I was, like, so offended when I learned about pan and scanning. Like, I was, I wanted to, like, throw up. I was like, oh, they do that? What? Oh, I, I know what my first two widescreen movies that I owned were, actually, mm-hmm. because widescreen stuff was so specifically labeled because they didn't want oh, someone yeah. to buy it if they didn't want it. Yeah. So I actually remember what there was um, Star Trek First Contact and Die Hard. Ugh. I think we watched... Um, Shanghai Nights or Shanghai Noon, one of those old West Jackie Chan, Owen Wilson movies. And my mom was like, why are we only watching part of it? Because, like, there was black bars on the top. Yeah. And this the term widescreen and, like, the way it's described, and it, it's still, like, presented that way. Like, even though phones are explicitly shaped the way yeah. they are and TVs are shaped the way they are now, like, my sister was like, why would you ever watch something widescreen? I only watch it. It's because full screen sounds like it's the full see, screen. See, I figured out this stuff so mm-hmm. quickly when I was younger, and I was so stubborn about it that almost very few of my, like, really inter, you know, really close family, yeah, most of them figured it out quickly enough because I figured out and wouldn't shut the fuck up about yeah. it. So For those like, who don't know what we're nerding about because we're yeah. from film school, the movies are all shot basically like like if you do the whole put your finger and thumbs together like you see a director do, 16 by 9-ish. If you look at the shape of a smartphone, if you look at the shape of any TV or smart or computer, they're kind of Victor, wide. Victor's wrong, everyone. It's 2.35. Well, more or less yeah. whatever. It, but, but, it's some okay, kind of it, rectangle. It, it, yes, it is a longer rectangle if it's a – older movie it is more square-ish if it's yeah. an older tv show now everything's mm. sort of rectangly so to fit on older square tvs they would what they do is they would cut the sides off of certain shots and move them around 
people thought that they were supposed to be square and they were ch- chopping the top yes. and bottom off to make widescreen, but widescreen is the correct version. Don't buy a full screen DVD. But how are we discussing this crap in 2017? <laughs> 20, year, 20 years after I got my first DVD player, I still have to discuss this stuff. The best part is that uh, Digimon Tamers is in 4x3 and it does really good quote-unquote cinematography with being a square format. Like, I think it does a really good job at not being a rectangle. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Memories, childhood, life. How did you get back into Digimon, or did you ever go away? I was never gone, um, because the sh- I I was always chatting with people online, and people would remember me being around in various places. Like, although I wasn't oddly that often with the will. Mm. Um, I would pop in if I had specific information. Well, there. With the will was very, very, especially I want to say in between Frontier and sa- and early Savers, it very much became a sort of people are kind of showing up because there are downloads. Right. And that just wasn't my thing. I wanted to chat with people and you could do that vi- back then via AOL Instant Messenger chat mm-hmm. rooms. Um, MSN know. had a little chat thing. Yeah, I used MSN too, but yeah. there were easier ways to just chat, chat, chat. And then with Will, there was a falling out between the two people who ran it. Right. And I was friends with one of them, so I was sort of like, oh, I can help you rebuild. And we he didn't have the address. The other person owned it, so the site pseudo-renamed, and me and uh, lost help put it back together. Right. And then a week later, he quit. Oh. And it was sort of like, okay, so me and this other person who uh, was Cypher. Right. You know, Cypher had been staff for a while. It was like, okay, Mark and Cypher are just going to run it. See ya. And he left. And Cypher never really helped run it. He was mm-hmm. just, I believe, too busy. So it sort of was just... Okay, now Mark's running, and it's like okay, woo, and because I I still don't know what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> yeah, for me, like I said, after Fox Kids ended, it was hard to find Frontier, and what I saw, I personally didn't find very good. Even though I really strived at first to like make sure I saw every episode. Wait, 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 wait! You're a hardcore Digimon fan. You're a hardcore po- Power Rangers fan, mm-hmm. and you didn't like Frontier. No, because the story is terrible. <laughs> Come on. Victor, that's <laughs> half of Power Rangers. No, but like, the, see, Power Rangers is just like every day there's a monster of the week and occasionally there's a plot twist and then event, at the end there's a but, big but plot thing. But that's Frontier. That's but, Frontier, no, Victor. But Frontier is really bad, though. Like, I, no, like, uh, I can't stand Frontier. I think, uh, no. I think Frontier... See, this is where I'm going to get hate now. <laughs> I think Frontier has held up to what it is more than Tamers. If I mean yes, Front Tamers is not as great as everyone thought it was, and Frontier is as terrible as everyone thought it was. Oh, shut up, Victor! <laughs> Frontier is not bad. I mean, I yeah, it's not the worst thing ever. I well, do think the whole see, okay. And if Frontier is bad, we know what to blame. Tamers. Yeah. Frontier is really, really obviously like a pseudo overcorrection from what Tamers became. Mm-hmm. 
Like, Frontier really, really wants to swing back to adventure, mm-hmm. and it kind of over-swings. I also think, like I said, I was trying to kind of... I got into this weird period where I was kind of giving up on childish things like superheroes and cartoons, and, like, I had my own TV, but the only channel I had was NBC. So I was, like, watching, like, sitcoms and, like, mature adult stuff, and I was growing up, see, you know. See, I did that, but I never really, like... Yeah. I vaguely recall there was a period where I wasn't getting comics anymore, but I can't recall. I don't believe it was me growing up. I think it was just that I didn't like the comics of the era. Yeah. So it's hard for me to look back and go, did I mature out of it and then grow up enough to go stop being an asshole? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still an asshole, but um, it I don't recall ever – like I remember moving – like I want to say around 2001, I remember getting my first big fancy anime box. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching Digimon less around – tamers but that's also when tv got weird what do you mean well because that's right when 9-11 happened and mm. fox kids was starting to be on the way out and schedules were being moved around yeah. so it's like i remember not watching tamers a lot but i don't recall if i had the chance because i want to say in california it aired at 3 or three thirty in the afternoon yeah you know and my, School ended at three, mm-hmm. and I walked home. So it's like, would I even have been able to watch it? Yeah. Of course, back then with our magical VHS machines recording stuff. <laughs> and I know, even though I was kind of getting away from like sillier, goofier, childish things, I still had a PS2, so I was still playing like, you know, yeah. a bit more T for teen, M for mature JRPGs. I never had a Digimon PS2 game. I didn't even know that the ones existed existed. Well, there weren't that many for PS2. Yeah, I know. Another thing I was... Mean, I mean, re- I recall two of them. There was uh, Rumble Arena 2... Um, and World 4. World 4 and the Data Squad game, which is terrible. Well, but that was years and years later. Yeah. Um, but I, like, I, mean, I saw... I heard about World 4 in like a magazine, and I was like, that looks t- stupid. Like, uh, the, like I was kind of like the people nowadays well, I who believe, were like... Well, it's just Gauntlet, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a Gauntlet roguelike... Just oh, who, do, who, who, do, who doesn't love Gauntlet? I mean, I mean, it's not. It's there's a lot of bad things about that game. See, see, see I never played that game, so Ugh. for all I know is is Digimon Gauntlet. It sounds good, but in it's my brain, I'm like really but, hard. Like I play, I got it. I, I spent the whole weekend on the first level, which has three levels inside it, and every time you play. You basically get to a point, and then you die, and then you reload and get back to that point, get to another point, and then die, and just keep going back. I'm predisposed to assume most Digimon games aren't going to be my thing, because they haven't been. Yeah. Yeah. What Digimon games did you have growing up? I guess this is more Uh, of a childhood topic, and less of a who we are topic. Okay, I had Digimon World 1. Yes. I don't remember getting 2 or Mm 3, because I remember 1 just being a slog to play. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know a lot of people have fond memories of one, but I just remember it being... Boring's not even the word annoying. Yeah. It's very annoying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but of course, like I said, though, even the two V-Pets I had, I didn't really use. And the game is basically a V-Pet with a story, as I recall. Uh, less a story and more just a world to go around and... Well, but things. but that's what I mean. It it is a you you raise them as a V pet, and yeah. then you have stuff to do. Yeah. 
So I, I think I was probably predisposed to not liking mm. the game in the first place. Yeah. Um, I had the, the first one. I Well, I borrowed the first one from a friend for, like, months. Like, I played the shit out of it, and then I eventually got my own copy, ironically, for Easter, when I may or may not have gotten a Digimon a few years before. <laughs> oh, I remember now. I, I, for some reason, I really love Battle Spirit. Yeah, you have mentioned that before. And yeah, and it, it's like, it is not a good game, but yeah. at the time, it was fun to play. Yeah. And at a convention, I actually got... A Wonder Swan and Battle Spirit 1.5. That's how much I love that stupid game. Wow. Uh, I know I never had the second one, but my friend had it, and I played it at his house, and I was just like, what the hell is this? Um, the third uh, game I did get in Puerto Rico, and I played that for a while, but that one is really hard to get anywhere. People seem to like 3 the most. People do like 3 a lot more than I think they should, because it's really like just a backtrack palooza. Like, you spend most of the game just going to places you've been before with no actual instructions. So, so it's like Metroid. Mm. That's that's where I get my mm. hate mail, Victor. The, I the don't Metroid know, crack's gonna upset someone. Metroid fans, send your hate mail to With the Will Care of California, Mark, Los <laughs> Angeles, metropolitan area. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I never had four. I never had any of the GBA games. Um, so, I, I did not have Rumble Arena 2, but, and this is where I want to say from the old with the will, some people might remember me. Mm-hmm. I had, I hope I'm remembering the name correctly, Battle Chronicle. What is that? The Japanese version of Rumble Arena 2 that came out first. Oh, yeah. Because I had a, um,. I don't remember which one it was, but one of the GameCube mm. swap disc thingies. Oh. That would let you play import games, because I had imported, um, I want to say it was a Naruto game. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a sort of action-y f- battle fighter that was very fun to play. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, they have this up for pre-order, ordered it, and got it half a year or so before um, before it came out here. You know, posted thoughts on it on With the Will, I believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're getting to over 10 years ago. My memory could be yeah. playing tricks on me. Now that you mentioned Naruto, now I realize that when I was in my NBC PS2 days, my dad one day randomly was like, here, you like this Yu-Gi-Oh thing, right? And he got me a copy of Shonen Jump Monthly that was going on in America for a while, which I think yeah. may still be going on. Uh, um, it is still – they've actually moved to being – closer to what the Japanese magazine is, but digitally only. Oh. Um, but yeah, I had that for a while, but that was like the pseudo-unedited, like, bloody, grim, dark stuff with, like, blood and people getting their heads cut off, and I'm like, yeah, this is mature. Digimon isn't mature. I, I never watched or even knew of, um, what's it called? Data Squad? But I know I got the first DS game. Just kind of as like a weird, like, oh, this will be kind of fun flashback. We, I have a DS, you know? We helped give casting suggestions for Data Squad. Yes, you did, Mark. And I'm so jealous. We didn't get we did we didn't get what the form wanted most of all though. What was that? Johnny Young Bosch is Mas- Masaru. Oh, well. As I recall, that was like the big thing everyone wanted to happen. Was there like any odds of that though, really? Yeah. Yeah. He he's an L.A. area voice actor, and they yeah. record in L.A. Yeah, in but fact, he's... he does show. Doesn't he show up in the show later? In Data Squad? 
I think he shows up like in one episode later on mm. or something. I don't know. See, now I'm pedantic enough that I'm checking because I want to see if my memory's playing tricks. Right. Johnny, Young, Bosch, Data Squad. I can't uh, imagine the most prolific and popular voice actor of all time stooping down to Digimon, especially in like a season that nobody ever saw. <laughs> like, did Data Squad ever air on like Toon Disney or whatever? I never saw it ever. Um, it was Toon Disney, which was Morphine the Jetix. Mm-hmm. No, but he okay, he was in Digimon Fusion. Oh, really? As what? Uh, Digimon, Dracomon, Kokuamon, Turimon, and Wendigomon. Mm. So, so random people. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, he he showed at the time he was showing up in like almost everything LA based. Yeah. But he was like, also I, like the main character of like some of the most popular shows of all time, though. You know, it wasn't like he was just a guy working in the area. You know. Oh yeah, but even at the t- even at the time though, it was I'd say anime wise, he was still probably most known for Trigun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, also, Bleach started up around the same time as Data Squad, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, just trying to think of how else did I get into all this. Yeah, around high school, I started getting super nostalgic. Uh, at one point, I found all of Adventure on, like, both seasons online, and I just watched all those, and I was really wanting... Now, was this in the old torrenting days, or was this, like, Morpheus um, and Kaza? It, no, it was a little more recent. Or the, it was high school, so it was, like, they were on Flash-based, like, mega video kind of thing, where I could only watch uh, a few episodes, and I had to, like, wait an hour to continue that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. At that point, I was really nostalgic you, you, for... You damn young fans with all your easy... Bullcrap today. I was really nostalgic for World 1, and I was trying to, like, remake it in RPG Maker, which to some extent I kind of still am. At one point, I kept <laughs> really wanting to play it, and I didn't think about emulators, so I was trying to, like, Google to find the Mac version for my computer. And one day I was like, well, I'm just going to fucking emulator, and that's how I played it through most of high school and college. Until I yeah, got a it, physical copy. Yeah, in high school I had a copy of Bleem. What is Bleem? Uh, I guess that is a few years before your time. Um, there was a commercial PS1 emulator. Oh. Like in the late 90s, early 2000s. How's there was an legal? emulator you could go into stores and buy. Wait, why? Because they had a relatively decent PS1 emulator and you could go and buy it to play PlayStation just... games on your computer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, it was just like a plug-in that you'd stick in your computer and then play ROMs off of. A CD, Victor. So, but CDs used to exist, right? But so it's just a CD player that you plug into your computer, kind of. No, no, no. It was an actual CD. You would install the oh, program. It was, you would you okay. would have the disc in the drive so mm-hmm. you could prove you owned it, and then at some point it would have you swap to the game disc. Oh, huh. Yeah. Oh, and of course, fans from back then would also remember that's when Chris McFeely was very active in doing stuff. Who's that? Um. He wrote some of the earlier um, Digimon encyclopedia type stuff. His oh. site's still up. Um, people would generally go to him for news, and he wrote comedic fanfics. Oh. Yeah. O- older fans would remember him. Um, he still pops around every once in a while, mostly doing Transformers stuff now. Yeah. Which he was big into back then also. The only fan fiction I ever really looked at was Digimon-based, and it was, I don't remember how old I was, but Kari got was like getting raped and TK saved her and he walked away all emo and 
they used Japanese names, so I was really confused. And Man, that, you, yeah. you had a real emo-type period, didn't you, Victor? Not me. I just stumbled upon things, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, I, I was very against the whole emo movement of my youth. See, the only emo... Well, I didn't have an emo moment. The only thing I remember was, and again, older fans will remember this, there was a website that was called Goth TK. <laughs> the person I think you sent me TK this before. By, yeah, but it was like all comedic mocking the idea of goth oh, stuff. Oh, that's fun. Yes, and like he, the person wrote the you know wrote and drew all the characters acting crazy. And it was just a very funny thing that just mostly vanished at some mm-hmm. as as many things from the internet back then did. Yeah. Um. So yeah, basically that's how I got all into it. And then around college, the fandom was the franchise was basically dead. So I grabbed this guy who I. Literally met because of the podcast. I think my first ever Facebook message to him was, Hey, Chris Schwab said you like Digimon. Want to start a podcast? And he was like, Way to introduce yourself. Okay, let's do it. And then we did for three years. And then I started a convention, and then I met Mark, and then I have a box load of fucking Digimon cards in my closet that we should do giveaways also, and contests also, sometime, can Mark. we just point out the ludicrousness that... I mean, how many episodes was I on your podcast for? Half a dozen? Uh, I feel like it was closer to, like, four. Okay, so... Uh, I think it was more than that. Okay, let's say four. Yeah. Before you officially joined. Well, no, I mean total. Okay, May- yeah, half a dozen-ish. Okay. The first time I ever met or spoke to Tool was literally in the This Show Is Ending episode. Yeah. I had... Because... You were always there to replace him, you know? Not the first time. Well, the first time was a guest thing with uh but he wasn't there he wasn't there because he is a life so yeah i just found it funny that literally the time i meet him (laughs) is when it's done yeah that's uh uh, whatchamacallit uh script notes a screenwriting podcast they did like a they they don't have like an arc or anything they just have an episode every week but after like 300 some they were like hey this is our season one finale and they introduce um, the main guy's personal assistant, who they've mentioned in the background, but they've never he's never been on. And he was in that episode mainly because <laughs> he was getting a new job and moving to work in children's television at Nickelodeon. So uh, that was kind of like, yeah, we've kept him secret, so here he is, and now he's leaving. Yeah. 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 That's who you are, or Tool. That's who Tool, well, <laughs> you know. Well, Tool was less secret. It just happened to be that he met yeah. ne- you. Yeah. And it's weird that that happened because we recorded an episode of him and me saying goodbye officially, and then I lost that footage, and so then it was, let's try it again, Mark is available. And I remember you telling me, like, that was the best episode me and Tool ever recorded. It was so so great to go out of the Hyatt and the recording. And then I'm like, send me the... send. Send me whatever you can find. I'll see what I can do. And you had like a three gigabyte junk file that there was nothing in it. It was just a, it was like a text document with like a bunch of random code. And I'm like, this could work, right? Yeah. And I, yeah. you know, I tried putting in different audio programs with different extensions and mm-hmm. I tried different things and just Nothing. never got anything from Nothing. it. And I still have the file somewhere on the off chance I ever figure it yeah. out. We could give it to some Oscar winning sound mixer and he might be like, oh, yes. And he'll fix it in two seconds. <laughs> That'd be a great Lost episode, because, you know, it was a great conversation, because yeah. it was also technically a review of A Million Points of Light. 
which I love the title of that episode, so I always hold it on this high regard, and we were just like, this episode fucking sucks. So we were just kind of like making fun of it for two hours. (laughs) But yeah, so at this point, I've been running with Will for over ten years. It's weird to think just how long I've been running the site for. Uh And if anything, like, I remember when first starting it, the idea was was I was going to find staff to run it, and I was just going to be there. Yeah. And now it's like I'm running around busier than ever. I was on a RPG Maker forum, like, really heavily when I was around 13 or so, and that's when the main admin, whose, like, name was a big thing, he, like, never showed up ever. He had, like, 30 posts. And that's what I kind of think of as a forum admin, so the fact that you probably post more than anyone on the site is, like, really uh, I, impressive. Not, not nearly. <laughs> But yeah, I, 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 well, the thing is, is part of the reason of running it is, is I like talking about Digimon. Yes. And like, even as an, and I, I think most people probably do know that if me and someone else are arguing, I don't bring up that I'm the ad, I don't do like, uh, we, you know. I'm the admin, you know, so my opinion is correct, you know. No, I don't yeah. do that. And the only time I even, you know, pop in with the admin is like, if someone starts to flip out in the middle of an argument with me, I will go, you know, tone it down a few bits yeah. so I don't have to do anything. Yeah. The ban, I the ban wanna... hammer doesn't come out often, does it? No. Yeah. If someone gets banned on with the will, not including spam bots, they've actually done anything or they've just refused to listen. Yeah. And, ver- yeah, that's generally when people get banned. So, Mark, what do you think Digimon holds for you and your future with the franchise? More stuff, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I like that it's a franchise that, even when it doesn't, it's still reinventing itself to mm-hmm. some degree. I mean, like we all do talk about try as a basically weaponized nostalgia. <laughs> I mean, because that's what it is. But oh, yeah. it, but it would have been very easy to just have try be adventure again yeah here's 50 it, episodes of the kids stuck in digital world and now they're fighting super mallow myotis I, I mean there's very little in the franchise where you can look at two things and go these are the same mm-hmm. thing like adventure is not zero two mm-hmm. tamers is not adventure yes even something like frontier which skews to adventure it is a different thing yeah I compare the show to Power Rangers a lot, but Power Rangers is basically the same show every year with, like, different gimmicks and motifs. Digimon is a completely different experience every year, and I yeah. love that. But even stuff like um, even stuff like V-Tamer and Adventure, you would expect yeah. that they would have been amazingly similar, and they're complete... Like, they don't even follow the same rules. No. And I like that about the franchise. It's the same reason why I like something like Transformers. Mm-hmm. I grew up with Transformers and I liked it, but at any given time, there's so many different things about it. Yeah. And I like, 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 I don't like the games, but I like that there are people who don't like the things I like about mm. the franchise who love the games. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I expect you're probably still playing Next Order, right, Victor? What? Oh, fuck, I forgot I have that. We talked about it a month ago, and you were complaining about how much you were going to be playing it. Oh my god! Wait, do, yeah, I still had no. I pl- I picked it up because uh, I went to after I went to Boston. That was like a whole thing, and then that's when Try came out, and then I just got busy. And we were, wedding planning is a big thing. Yeah, 
I think I picked it up once because Katrina was working and I was bored and I like because uh, I'm at this weird wall where I don't know what to do and I'm like I just gotta collect okay. people yeah, and it's but, really but hard like, and... but, but like Next Order is not like Try it's not like Atmon no. it's completely different and it's something that it's probably like it was very easy for me to not get it and put the money towards stuff for the site because I didn't expect I would like it anyways right but it's something that people like and it's neat that they're that it keep like yeah. I don't ha- I don't keep up with everything because some of it I just don't like. But you know what? There's people who keep up with it who like it and post about it, and I enjoy yeah. seeing the different stuff. Totally. Like, like right now, like think about the right now in the franchise, we're getting random odd off games. We're getting stacks of products, which Victor's very happy we won't be discussing that much stuff for a while. Yep. Um, we are getting a, for lack of a better term, a film series. Yeah. Which is clearly aimed at older fans. We're getting a kid-friendly anime which has its own games with its own rules and its own products. Mm -hmm. We have two different manga series based on that, on the kids' stuff. We're getting semi-consistent North America releases, which is nice. Well, at the same time, Japan gets them. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, like, and I... I honestly look forward to seeing what else. Like, it's insane. Mm-hmm. For me, I would love to keep this podcast going for as long as possible. I, I know there's no podcast that has been going on for 15 years. Like, everything comes and goes and ebbs and flows. And I know one day we'll have the last ever With the Will podcast. But if that could happen in, like, six years, that'd be awesome. Because I love doing this. And right now, the fandom... Like, it's just the perfect time to be doing this. That We've never yeah. had so much stuff to talk about. We've never had so much stuff, like, for older fans. I would love to be able to do a convention again. Just right now, my life and money is a thing. Yeah. Um, the current plan is to hopefully, in June for the 20th anniversary, do a live stream and get, like, voice actors to show up. And I'll have, like, a Indiegogo option thing, and you can buy stuff and... That'll raise funds for a 2019 20th anniversary of adventure, like full-blown convention in a hotel and stuff. But right now, I just can't do things in real life with Digimon anymore. It's just a whole thing. Um, but yeah, I want Digimon to be a part of my life forever. Um, it's my phone background, so I think about it every day. It's I carry an Agumon card in my wallet. It's like hidden, so I'm sitting on Digimon every day. Uh, I love Digimon. Yeah, I, I do too. And part of the reason why I made that t- that I've been doing it for ten years is because people always sort of go, "Man, you've been around a long time. Do you think you're gonna quit?" And it's like I'm sure at some point I will, or mm-hmm. I just won't have the energy to keep up with it like this. Yeah. But man, it's a fun time to be a Digimon fan no. right now. Yeah, I can't like that. The what's the tri dub experience? The Fathom events was. Such a crazy experience to be surrounded yeah. by. So, because you go to see like the Avengers, and it's like, okay, there's people's dads are here, there's girlfriends who don't want to be here, there's like random people, and then there's like a few hardcore fanboys in the back who are squealing. That Fathom events, every single person there was a hardcore fan who wanted to be there, yeah. and oh, that was such a great. Well, time. that's the well, that's the other interesting thing about special screenings. Everyone's there because they want to be, even if they're mm-hmm. not like, even if they're not as psychotic as we are. Yeah, they're there because they want to see this. Mm-hmm. There is no, 
oh, let's go see a movie tonight. Oh, this looks interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because it, it wasn't even like advertised that much, like it was no. very kind of like you had to want, you had to know about it to want to see it, you know. You know, I actually remember some decent online advertising for it. Oh, there was. There was a lot of it. But it was like when they sent me all that stuff, they were like, hey, make sure people know that it's only this date and make sure everyone gets a flyer. And I'm like, geez. Oh, I ran around like a jackass trying to get people to understand because people Mm. really thought it was going to get a wide release later. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I, I, I think you remember I was kind of acting like a crazy person trying to convince people, no, don't. Wait, there's mm-hmm. not going to be a wide release. And even if there is a wide release, let's say this was like Digimon the movie back in the day where it's just in yeah. theaters for a few months. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you want to see it early? Yeah, it's the same deal where it's like, oh, just random people kind of walked in and don't know what they're doing or people with their kids. Like this is like yeah. the event is like a one time. Like if that event was at two o'clock in the morning, I would have gone to it. Like, yeah, oh, it was such oh, a great I, experience. See, when I was younger, I used to do, do the midnight screenings of movies. I've done a couple of those. It's not worth it. But then again, it was for movies I don't care about. See, it was worth it at the time because those movies meant something to me. Now it's much more fun because they do them earlier. Yeah, no, you can see a movie on like 7.30 on a Thursday. Yeah, like I saw Logan last week, Thursday at 7.30. I was home by 10, That was delightful. Also, the – Sorry, go ahead. The advanced screenings I've been getting into, like, I do those for blogging and stuff, but that's not because I'm a blogger. Like, I'm, I'm not invited to the special fantasy press seats. Anyone can go on and sign up to get a free movie. Not every single movie does those, but you can see most good free movies, like, a few days before they come out. So just Google that, guys. It's not hard, you know? Or, like, um, when I saw Lego Batman, it was like a 5, 5.30 screening on Thursday before, you Damn. know, the Friday. And that was great. And that that was a film where literally it was everyone of every age, mm-hmm. every group you can imagine, and everyone was clearly there because they love Batman. Yeah. And to even get something close with that with Digimon was uh, fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, yeah, we love Digimon. That's who we are. That's why yeah, you should. That's why you should listen to us every week because we know what we love. So, Victor, yes, is that you telling everyone that we're going to do the show every week? Fuck, did I say that? Um... Yes. <laughs> See, Victor wants the show to be shorter, but what he doesn't realize is, is the only real way that's going to happen is if there's less news, and the only mm-hmm. way to do less news is to do it every week. I don't think we need to cover every single news topic. That's my thing. I think we can do a podcast once Vic- a year and only do five minutes of news. Victor, what? I can tell you this for a fact. As the person who puts together the notes, mm-hmm. I don't put in every news thing. Yeah, that's the, that's the big secret is I put in yeah. the stuff that is relevant to discussing. Yeah, well, and a lot of because sometimes there is news that's not worth discussing on the show, and it may just be something I don't even remember. But mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't throw. We throw in most of things that are relevant into the podcast, and the rest you can check out on the site. Right. And we finally have a segue. Yeah, speaking of news that is relevant, this is probably the most relevant. Like, this is the kind of, like, there's so much stuff that's like... Yeah, th- this is... Uh, the, Victor's like, mm-hmm. Mark, pick five things we're going to do. Five, and, like, and I link Victor to listen. I'm like, Victor, everything's fucking relevant no, for this No, this ep- is all this stuff. Like, some of this like, stuff has to do with, like, America. Like, what? There's yeah. American Digimon stuff? What? Yeah, well, yeah, that was also part of Victor's. We need to make the show shorter... I don't want to call it a rant because that's not what it was, but Victor's like, mm-hmm. we should focus on it. And it's like, Victor, 
it's a franchise that's from Japan, and ninety five percent of our stuff is Japanese. Right, but we like I also stream- don't think I. Mark, we can have this conversation later. Let's talk about the stuff. No, I want to argue. Ugh. All right, because so, I, because here because here's the secret. I'll win. The second you Whoa. have a second chance to get the twentieth anniversary V pet. Yes, pre orders open. Oh, so just just ignoring me and moving on, Victor. Yeah, let's go. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Th- 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 okay, so go ahead, Victor. There's. <laughs> if you want to go, we can go. The second. Let's go. <laughs> so the twentieth anniversary V pet. There's a second chance to get it. It is. Orders are open for about 4,000 yen. Uh, Premium Bandai, and those close March 27th, or when they sell out. That was was the original closing date for the original batch, actually. Oh, did they just sell out way before then? Yeah, Yeah. so the the second batch, and this Mm -hmm. batch, instead of shipping in May, it's going to be July. So nobody has these yet, correct? No. Okay. I'm sure someone does, but it's Mm -hmm. not anyone we know. It's uh, like I'm sure there is some Digimon fan at Bandai who already has one some right. somehow. Yeah, but I haven't seen any posts on yeah. like. I mean, I'm, I'm not on Reddit too much, but no, no, yeah. no. There's no. Yeah, no, no. one has it. Um, and now for something big and neat, Digimon Adventure turned 18 years old. Woo! We can finally vote. Help us vote. Yeah. Vote. Get rid of Trump. Vote Digimon. <laughs> vote. Immigration and reform. We... I'm done. Good job, Victor. Now some people do. Uh, again, Victor, can we have an episode where we do not bring up Trump? <laughs> Vote. Um, and we ha- got a message from Volcano Ota. Which is so nice. I love that now, man. For people who don't know who Volcano Ota is, is he was the project head slash director. And I want to say for the first decade or so of the franchise, he was one of the lead developers mm-hmm. of Digimon Going back to the v- original V-Pack. Yeah. Akiyoshi Hongo is not a real person, but he's one of no. those people who was, like, back in the day, like, he was probably in that first ever meeting where they were like, what if we made Tamagotchis fight each other? And it's all yeah. history from there. He's um, also got a weird personality, and he dresses like well, a weirdo. No, no. Well, see, that has to do with the history of the franchise, though, mm-hmm. that personality. Yeah. Because they did the D1 Grand Prix in the tournaments, mm-hmm. and they needed someone to host it. And they oh. didn't, And as far as I know, they didn't have a really have a budget mm-hmm. so he would dress up in american football gear with like a baseball go, hat go, backwards yeah, yeah and go with a bombastic personality as volcano ota the mm-hmm. host so they couldn't the afford that, like a local celebrity or whatever so they just grabbed their marketing yes, guy but, but the but the fun part is is if you go to like v tamer mm-hmm. and because remember v tamer had v pet tournaments in right. flashback he's there oh yeah um, there's a Digimon so he, named after the personality too. Yeah, it so like, he, looks like him. There's, I think there's been two. Uh, uh, maybe. But yeah, he posted a tweet, and it mm-hmm. was a very nice message. Oh right, it was today that Digimon Adventure first went on air. So it's been 18 years since then. The only child level character I have from Adventure in my home is this Kutakara plush of Gomamon. And then he laughs. It's always tricky deciding whether I'm in a position to give my thanks, but I'm still grateful for everyone who's come to like this series. Thank you. And then he did, um, uh, I don't, not emoji. I don't remember the uh, emoticon. Emoticon of like bowing. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he posted so, yeah. a picture of the latest tri art with his little Goemon. I guess it's the only yeah. thing he has. He has. Um, he actually has a lot of stuff, just yeah. most of it doesn't have to do with the child levels. Right. Because 
Um, and we should say he's no longer involved with Bandai anymore, correct? No, he left a year ago, mm-hmm. and I vaguely recall reactions from a few people, like the person who wrote or drew V-Tamer was, like, shocked. Because, mm-hmm. especially in the Slim Years, Volcano Oda pushed Digimon. Mm-hmm. Like, and I... and. And he's young, he, too. He was, like, 24 when he started all this. I believe so. Yeah. And, like, he, you know, he wasn't the person who... There is no singular creator of Digimon, no. and he's not even one of the names we associate with Akiyoshi Hongo, but right. he's probably Akiyoshi Hongo if you were to declare it to be one person. Right. And I said that on um, Twitter, and he responded. Oh, wait, Akiyoshi... No, wait, that's not a real person. Volcano, Volcano. Oda responded to you? Yes. In and English? response was... Well, yes, in English, and most people know that even though he's very bombastic, he is a very polite person. He's never tried mm-hmm. to take credit, and his response is basically, as you know, I'm one of the people who developed Digimon. It's also a fact that many people have engaged in the development of Digimon. Mm-hmm. Like, even then, he yeah. won't, he, he is... He's a team player. Yes, he is always, like, he's not with Bandai, and even then, he still wishes Bandai well, he wishes mm-hmm. the franchise well. He has... It is one of those guys where it makes sense that Digimon was able to stick around when you had someone advocating for it in Bandai mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And I po- and I and I'll, I should probably post it on with the well the f- only really really professional looking photo of the guy that I've ever seen. <laughs> I'd posted. Did you see this, Victor? I have not. It was on your Twitter. Yeah. Here, I'll just link you the image. Yeah, because like ever, like I guess that was just like a random thing that happened where he dressed up like that in his weird persona. Yeah. But he's always like, and he had like a YouTube channel for a while. Yes. He was do updates and stuff. And uh, he always I believe, looks like I that. believe he said he still plans to. He just hasn't had time. Okay. But yeah, but yeah, Volk- yeah. If you Google him, he just he looks like a strange man. But but that's the persona mm. he came up with to yeah. work on the brand. Mm-hmm. So, oh, oh, he looks so. I'm looking at. Yeah, you should put like, this on the website. He looks like a yeah. businessman. He looks yeah. old too. I thought he was like. See, almost no, 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 old. no. But but also yeah. remember, I mean, he when Digimon started, he was about 26. Right. Okay, it's 20 years later, not 50, not 10. In my, for some yeah. reason, in my head, Digimon is 10 years old. I, don't tell anyone I said that. Yeah, and of course, um, he he's. I think he's always seemed to like Digimon fans calling him by that name. Yeah. But we should probably mention his real name, which is Oda Kensuke. Yes. He's not like uh, Buzz Aldrin, who legally changed his name to his weird nickname. No. no. Like, it, um, and you know, he often wore sunglasses. There, mm-hmm. I, I think that was to sort of hide who he really was to a degree. Mm. And it was, you know, it, mm. it was nice to have the anniversary go by with one of the people who made it what it was. Yeah. Posting about it. You know, and, you know, it's just nice. The franchise is 18, and even with him not being there, it's nice to know he's, it's still in his mind because he yeah. is one of the guys who made it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do we got next? That that was energetic. Ooh. We Ooh. have, um, and I was sent this, was a cover of Butterfly by a musician named Raj Ramaya. Yes. And he's actually done some real anime stuff. And it was a really interesting cover that I actually liked. Mm -hmm. 
I believe you've listened to it at this point, Victor. I was going to read it, and then I found out that there was going to be American toys that we'll talk about in a minute, and I freaked out, and I have not gotten a chance to listen to it. Victor, don't spoil the news. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's just an interesting version of Butterfly by someone who's sung for actual anime songs, and I, I liked it. And I, you know, and you know, I was checking my email, and I was like, oh, I missed an email from like two in the afternoon. It's like, oh, this is pretty good. I'm gonna go ahead and post this. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, give it a listen because it's on Spotify and Apple Music and all those various other services. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, sweet thing. I kind of like the dueling style of it, though. Where, like, yeah. it's sort like, they call it jazz, but it's almost more lounge music y, mm-hmm. which I guess is sort of an offshoot of jazz. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's fun. It's worth listening. Yeah. Now, oh, man, we've talked about this one a few times. It's come up. <laughs> um, the Tai Chi and Greymon gem figures up for pre order. Oh, and man. oh boy, it's bigger than we thought it was. Mm-hmm. It's basically ten inches tall. Yeah, and it's well, which well, is not bad, but like considering the girth of Greymon, like wow. Yeah, and like, and I think this is what makes it work is one of the foot because um, Premium Bandai is generally where, who puts it up first and photos, and one of the photos is literally someone holding it, mm-hmm. and they're holding it with both hands. Yeah, because they clearly need to, and that's even in their description. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually cheaper than I thought it would be. But it's still expensive. Yes, but it's the type of thing where if someone can save, it's mm-hmm. not like insane. It's ten thousand eight hundred yen, so roughly a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And for once, and having it really quickly is fun. It's already up for pre-order on Crunchyroll, Woo! so you don't even have to do the import stuff. America. America. So I've noticed, oh, yeah. I do play uh, Next Order, it's been a while, and Cyber Sleuth was harder to tell with this for some reason, but they've the models, the character models are the same in both games, and they've been kind of sizing down Digimon just to make them kind of fit in a room, you know? Yeah, and this I, isn't, they, no. they didn't do this with this. I feel like they're kind of setting the fandom up for, yeah, Digimon are going to get smaller now, and just because we can't make these massive toys Well, anymore. I think it's more that, especially in, like, Cybers to the Next Order, mm-hmm. you have the characters following around, and they're not little sprites. Mm-hmm. So, like, like you know, if your character is a super deformed sprite like it was on the DS, then you can have the Digimon sprite follow you, and it'd be super deformed. Yeah. That can happen. In the 3D thing, it would look kind of weird unless you go for a specific style, so they sort of just size mm. them down. The first this Digimon figures... world, they had your party, your Digimon, was a little smaller than the average wild Digimon, so you'd be fighting like a Shellmon was a noticeable one, where your Shellmon was slightly smaller than the Victor, enemy Shellmon. Victor, we, don't, we don't need to get to the games. Okay, so yes, this figure is huge. Not uh, only is it huge, though, but because it's Tai Chi and Greymon, you have Tai Chi on his back, mm-hmm. and you can kind of... Like, like they they say it's not to scale, but it kind of is. Yeah, it's to scale, like, for, you know, yeah. it's to but, scale enough. And one picture shows it without Tai Chi, but it's, like, at just the right angle where I keep sort of looking at it going, I don't know, could he be there and he's just hidden? And I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's not there. Huh. But it's, like, the perfect angle to sort of go, I'm not 100% sure. Right. But, yeah, um, wow, this this figure really, like... Like we we've joked about how Jerry looks creep Jerry mm-hmm. slash Jerry looks creepy in that, or like how some of the fancier figures look like they could poke 
your eye out while or you're trying to put it together. Their boobs are hanging weird. Yeah. This is perfect. This, yeah. Like, th- this is amazing looking. Mm-hmm. Like, we have photos of this on the site. You gotta go look. Because, like, it, it's like that perfect fusion of it looks cartoony, but not, but they've, you know, like, you can see the muscles. You can see the stretching of the mouth stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just looks fantastic. Yeah, no, it's really good. Ugh. I mean, if you can save up $100, this is, like, the thing to get. Mm-hmm. I mean, $100 isn't cheap, but I think if someone really does want the figure, I think $100 is doable. Yeah. That's fantastic. And now we're moving on to the thing Victor most wants to talk about. Oh, this is just so, like, this blew me away when I found out we're, about this. Yeah, we're getting a new American toys and plushies. Yes, that are, like... uh American in America with like the old like 1999 logo. It's amazing. Yes. I can't like it's so crazy that this is happening. Um, we're getting figures of the eight rookie Digimon in domes, and the domes don't open. Yeah, they're so they're more display type little things. terrariums. Yeah. Um. So like I said, it's the eight rookies with a chase figure of Greymon. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about them coming in blind bags though. They are cheap, affordable blind bags though. Yeah, five dollars. Yeah, they're not like ten dollars, you know. I've seen I mean, ten dollar blind bags. Ugh. What's weird is is do you feel like there's like three different groups of how these look? Uh yeah, I don't like, like, I am not like, looking at them right now, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Well let, let me link you them. I got so, them open. Okay, like for example, Gabumon and Gomamon are perfect. Yeah. Agumon looks weird, but we're looking at him at a weird angle. Yeah, I think it's the mouth, yeah. and his head feels slightly bigger than it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, Palmon looks fine, but looks a little. The paint's weird. Like there's one detail of paint is missing or something. Yeah. Well, I well those these aren't final, but I mean even yeah. the design it feels a little too clean. Mm-hmm. Um, Patamon's fine. Mm. Gatomon looks kind of chubby. Well, yeah, it looks like her torso is the wrong shape. Like and she's also, but too she's, short. Yeah, but also her and Agumon are the only ones doing anything. Yeah, their hands are up, where the other ones are just yeah, kind of uh, there. Yeah, Biomon looks like she's drugged. Yeah, her eyes are weird, and her she's eyes also, are kind of like cross-eyed, and she's, she's sort of the same. Kind of stocky in a weird. Tentomon looks good, but he feels kind of three D printed to me. Yeah, I know what you mean. We're like, like I think these pictures are like hand painted prototypes, which might explain some of the issues. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to see them, and they, like, I was just contacting them because, like, could we get some nice pictures and proper, because people were starting to discuss them, and I wanted to make sure I had the correct stuff. And they're like, mm-hmm. sure, and give us your address, and we'll just send you them oh, so you yay. can review them. And it's like, okay, um, so we'll have reviews of those mm-hmm. once we're up. Um, I like this, well, this kind of skews to the type of thing I like anyways, where it's like, oh, this will look nice mm-hmm. on a shelf. It's something I can look at, and it will look... I mean, that's what I do with stuff anyways. Right. Oh, yeah, all my stuff is just on a shelf. I'm not like somebody who plays with a toy, you know? I, I do like that they can stack and connect together. Though. Yeah, I'm noticing that's how the little pieces are. Yeah. I so would anyways. buy the hell out of these. Like, so buy these, support the fandom in America, because yes. then we can get, um, you know, other characters one day, like a yeah. Series 2 at some point. Yeah. Um, oh. Officially, officially, they'll be at Hot Topic on March 24th, 
And they'll be moving, and you know, GameStop, Fye, Newberry Comics, and Five Below on March 27th, mm-hmm. and they should go to other stores after that. But multiple people have reported that they're already at their local Hot Topics. Not yeah. all of them, but some. So Victor will be running to Hot Topic once we're done recording. I mean, I got nothing. Well, no, the St. Patrick's Day parade is in town, so I'm not going outside okay. today. But yeah, um, but yeah, the blind bags. For, I, I mean, they're five dollars. It's fine. But it's like someone last night said that. Um, I guess they ran the Hot Topic after the article, mm-hmm. and they bought four of them. They got Greymon and three Gabumons. Oh. Usually uh, it's the, like if you – like the case like comes with at least one of each or something. Well, my understanding is each case, each box may be like 20 or something, mm. 28. Uh, but my understanding is, is he opened them in the store. The Hot Topic staff let him exchange one of the Gabumons for the display figure. Oh. Because the case um, has space to have a figure on display. I see that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So they had let him swap out for Gomamon, who apparently was the one he wanted. Oh. Um, that's so nice. Yeah, I went but, to a uh, store in Boston, and they labeled their Lego blind bags. So nice. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, we don't know if... like I know, um, I want to say it was for something Power Rangers. The blind bags weren't really blind. Oh, it was what was it? It was the uh, not the Ranger keys. Um, ninjas, uh, not, not ninja something. Stars. This the was di- in the, the Dino no, plugs. No, this was in the like Mega Force days, but none of those okay. things were. But yeah, but, something. Um, there was like the way that they had like a little the, code. The that UPC you could tell. codes were actually different. Yeah, or Fuck, something. What was it? So, so if people took in a barcode scanner, they could figure out which was which to get what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know about that. Um. And later in the spring, I've heard April, but we didn't get an official date from the company, which is Zag Toys. Mm-hmm. They're going to do the same thing, but with small plushies. Yeah, and they look great. Yeah. I've heard some people complain that the Gabumon one looks identical to some old bootleg, and I look at the pictures people sent, and they look nothing alike. Mm-hmm. It's This is a this is not the best picture because it's um, – a dis- UCC distributing basically just took a picture at their own booth mm-hmm. and put it up, and it's not a very good picture. No, you know, and of course these aren't going to be expensive plushies either. I'm going to go ahead and guess these are going to be ten dollars. Yeah, they look small. Um, and it's pretty clear from the image, I these are going to be blind boxed. You think so? Oh uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're sitting on a box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm going to guess these are going to be ten dollars. Mm. And I'm assuming Draymond's the chase figure, even though we already see him. Right. I mean, I, I like all the... I, I want to get better picture first. Um, somewhere out there, we've been told these are actually preliminary designs, and there was oh. an image floating out, like a, you know, like a press-style image. Mm-hmm. And that had even different designs from oh. earlier. Hmm. Yeah, so these look neat. Um, hopefully we get more information about those. Yeah, and I like him, and hopefully, I mean, look, we're gonna get adventure for everything. That's yeah. just the way it is. But they're like, I if would... this is the kind of thing where because it's like, like you know, Funko Pops, if they sell, all they do is series yes. two. Unless they do series two, is everybody posing in a different pose, or they do the champions? We're gonna get more of these, you know. Yes, th- this is the type of thing where people were like, I want an American collectible of mm-hmm. Vmon, yeah, or of. Renamon or whoever. I could see a series two of like Vimon, Wormmon, Gilmon, Renamon, Terriermon, Impmon. Maybe not like everyone, but yeah, like they this is where things. 
This is where, if you want more Digimon stuff, it's time. If, of course, if you have the money and if you like the the look yeah. of these, to put up. Just like we say, you know, buy the PS4 games, buy the Blu-rays. This is a thing you need to well, buy. Well, my to my caveat the though has always been buy it if it's something you think you will enjoy. Yeah. I mean, don't, like, if you don't like the video games, don't buy them just to support the brand, right. because you have to support what you like. But if you like Digimon, buy one of them at least. Yeah, $5, I mean, buy one, throw it it's on It's $5 for a little figure, yeah. Support the, the brand, put it on your shelf. Yeah. You can have a weird, sort of derpy-looking Beomon looking at you. You don't have to buy all of them like I will, no. but, you know... Just, it's a nice yeah. little, it's a simple, nice little thing, and it's just cute, you know. And it yeah. has the original it, logo on it. Like they stopped using yeah. that logo like in two thousand one. So like, uh, so like, no, they still use it for season it's, one. Yeah, it's for season one. It is like the season one logo, even though it yes. was the brand logo for a while. Although, but... although Toa has swapped to a new logo for season two. Oh, really? Yeah, um, they've combined the Japanese logo with the English logo. Oh, okay. and that's that started to be used, and it. When did they do that? Um, they first started using it on their American licensing site last year, mm-hmm. but I want to say the UK season two box uses oh, it. I'm the one that just came out this year. Yeah, uh, let me pull up because you actually, I you, we need to get Victor's response to this logo. Hmm. Okay, here it is. Uh, no, I just want the image. I don't want. Mark knows how I love to do logo reviews. There you go. Oh. Um. Yeah, it's sort of, they've taken uh, the background of the O2 logo, yeah. grayed out a bunch of it, added a gradient, and slapped on the American Digimon text in different colors. Yeah. Um. If you look, if you zoom in enough, it looks like shit. Like, it was not well, put together well. Yes, this is a small low-tech version. But it is, I like the idea. Yes. And I like it's it, it's, be- it's better than what they're using is the American Frontier logo. Yeah, I mean this at least looks like and like I like that they're branding it as Zero Two and not you know uh, just Digimon Digital Monster actually, Season we, Two. We got that back in two thousand actually. Most people just don't know on what um, the Manwa. Oh well, nobody knows those even existed. You know. Yeah, they did back then. And I like how it's actually... I like how it spells out Zero Two so people can stop calling it O Two. That's nice. Yes. Um, although, so, although hmm. now, now we're going to get some people calling it Digimon 0202. <laughs> but yeah, um, the figures. The, it's so neat that we're yeah. getting American stuff again. Yeah. Like this is an, and like Zag does things besides, like they do other kind of things like this. So we could, maybe we won't get a series two of these. Maybe we'll get all eight adventure rookies again, like in a different format, you know? So um, I think the domes figures are generally all just generic posed stuff like this though yeah but, like i'm knows, looking but... at some of these pictures they have other things in like the background yeah. so we could get things like that one day yeah but you know hopefully these continue because mm-hmm. i mean like gabumon is not my favorite character the gabumon one looks fantastic yeah um that's it for the more generic advent and adventure news now we're mm-hmm. on to try try and woo. on to Vic- victor's hated japanese news Woo! Things that nobody uh, listening will ever get to see or do. Woo! Yeah, Except Kevin. What, Kevin, go to this thing. Get a card. See, but, but that's why we need to cover it. Victor, I know. That, that's how people. That's how people know about it. Mm-hmm. 
the box office for Tripart Four's first week. It was number two in the mini film ranking. That's where um, for small release only. Mm-hmm. It, its first six days, it sold about about thirty nine thousand tickets for sixty one million yen. What was number one? That's that's roughly in line with the other parts, minus number one, which had a lot more front loading to it. What was number one, Mark? Do I have to really pull up this crap, Victor? Oh, I thought you were insane because it was like embarrassing or sad. You just don't remember. That's okay. No, never like, mind. Part, part part one's opening weekend sold thirty six. No, 000. I meant so this movie opened number two this weekend. Yeah. What movie beat it for number one? That's I don't what, care. Well, no, okay. it's number two in the mini rankings. Okay, never mind then. Meaning. I got you. Yeah, it, it wasn't it like for example, it was not in the top ten because it's only mm-hmm. in thirteen theaters. So it's being extended, and there's a new theater gift, right? Yes, and the new theater gift's fantastic. Yeah, it's a fun, cute little. It's and like it's a drawn, um, it's like an drawn, American comic strippy kind of picture drawn, drawn by Kenshi Watanabe, the longtime designer who was there at the beginning. Yes, and we have a translation of the text. Oh, there's text, and it's yes. So the um, image I, is there. It looks like they're going on a picnic, and Bioman is either. Dropping the food, or she stole the food from. I'm sure the text will clarify. Yeah, the t- basically, Patamon saying there's so much to eat. Gabumon's commenting that's because it's for the filming of the movie. Oh. Agumon's text says, "Give me, give me more, please." <laughs> and Piomon saying that's enough for you. Okay, so they're on, they're at craft services, and she is trying to tell him to stop being a pig. <laughs> okay, and for some reason, Gabumon in this really reminds me of Gabo. Uh, let me try to get a closer image. Um. Yeah, it does seem very like manga, comic-y, cartoony. Yeah, yeah, no, that but, is, yeah. that's totally Gabo. Yeah, but yeah, but this is like what we were talking about um, before when we were talking about the theater gifts. They clearly knew they were going to extend it to week four because Kenji Watanabe did not just pump this out right before it's happening. I mean, I mean, yes, he could he have, yes, but the colors probably not. Postcards. So yeah, I yeah, mean, I, don't it, think so. it, I mean, it's a it's a good design. Right. I like it. And more for Tri Part 4. We finally have the um, image of the Amazon exclusive cloth poster for Part 4. And man, this is a shippy image. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the more. Sp- like, it- it's Sora looking at the audience and she's grabbing Tai Chi's Tai and Yamato's shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, and it has the Tri Part 4 red theme. And it- it- they've all sort of been more casually cloth postery type images yeah uh, that's out april 4th on blu-ray and dvd in japan eight thousand yen for the blu-ray seven thousand yen for the dvd i will be breaking all that down when it shows up please donate to help <laughs> um the cloth posters i'm sort of um, stashing away to do at the end because they're so big i can't scan them mm-hmm. so i figure what i'll do is and you know i've basically been saying this from the beats beginning at some point at the end i will do my best to find like an industrial scanner i can rent time on yeah so you know hopefully mm-hmm. and we're on to some try artwork new type romance which is not a romance magazine despite the name it's sort of just a uh i want to say at this point it's year- yearly female oriented you know it has interviews with male cast members it has you know fun type artwork you know, it has nice, uh, nice new art of uh, Tai Chi, Koromon, Gabumon, and Suno, not Ga- um, Yamato and Sunomon. And everyone's taking it as, you know, like shippy bait type stuff. And, you know, I guess it kind of is. It came across more as friends laughing at me. Mm-hmm. 
people seem to be mocking, you know, who's this blonde guy smiling? He's not in Try. Because, like, have we seen him be that happy in Try? The cutest little thing about him was when uh, he wanted Gabumon to win the cute contest, and he was pissed that he didn't, so no. <laughs> um, and we have a preview of the new Try art in Animedia, but not the full image yet. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's just like a small crop part of the image, and I want to say it's Agumon jumping at something. We don't um, know what. I'm, can I take a guess? Yes. Food. Probably. Um, the issue will also have interviews with Natsuki Hanai, who's Taichi, and Chika Sakamoto, who's Agumon, mm-hmm. uh, to celebrate the new character songs. Right. Hopefully we'll get good scans of that so we can get people to translate it for us. And hopefully, and our next bit has hope for Victor's sake. I, it will hopefully be the last time we discuss it. We have an the last item from the Tri Pop Up Shop, the mm. second shop in Nagoya. Um, as we guessed when we went through everything, the Nagoya pouch is just a green recolor of the orange brown pouch from the first one. Yes. And Victor's friend went there. Yeah, we totally joked last time. We were like, uh, what are we? We were like, Kevin, go, buy it. And he totally went and he totally bought stuff for us. Yeah, and you had him contact me and I figured out, okay, what extra cash do I have that I can spend? Mm -hmm. Because most of my money goes towards stuff. And I actually looked around like, what was the last time I bought myself something, something Digimon? Mm Mm-hmm. And it was the CSA Digivice in 2015. Oh. Um, so, I had, so I had him grab a few things for me, and I'm still waiting for him to tell me the final breakdown of cost. I think he was going to go back to get more stuff for people. Right. Um, so I assume he's waiting to tell me to see if he could grab the last thing I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I got very boring stuff in general. Um, I got the mug, which I... I, I mean, the stuff I, in these shops is kind of boring to begin with. Um, but I, I'd post, I'd retweeted a video of someone who got the mug I wanted. I'm like, oh man, this is the best mug ever, and he does the best thing ever. And the oh yeah, basically like Victor message <laughs> from Victor is basically like, there's nothing. Ex- is this someone pouring water to mug? I watched this, so it's the mug that uh, it's there. It's the digi eggs, and when you pour hot drinks in, like the heat turns it into um, the in training Digimon, not the babies, whatever. And you posted a video of that, and I watched it with the sound off, and I'm like, I don't get it. But it turns out they played the Braveheart behind it. Yes. Which is great. um, So I decided to get that mug for myself because I enjoy my tea and coffee. And I decided to be boring and just get some of the keychains. Yes. Yeah. um, Yeah. So, you know, just something for me to put at my desk and... We're, so what, what are you going to do with keychains? Because he got me some keychains last time, and I just they're just laying down on my uh, shelf. I'm, I'm probably just going to put them on a shelf around my desk. I yeah. mean, I mean, I don't get much Digimon stuff for myself. Yeah. Um, e- even the stuff that I get for the site, I generally then I put it in a box in the closet in case we ever need it again for mm-hmm. the site, because that's what I do with it. Yeah. Um, like most of the tri Blu-rays. I minus the first one, which I did some comparisons just so we could see if they were actually editing try mm-hmm. for the episodic versions. Right. I think two and three. I don't think I even watched the Blu-rays through. I think I 
did my breakdown of them. Because, mm-hmm. like, to like to review video quality, you don't need to watch the whole thing. Right. Um, I already know what it is. Yeah, so, you know, they go into a box for if we need them again. Right. Um, so I just decided to get my, like, um, I got one of the Crest and Tag keychains. Mm-hmm. You know, nice-looking metal keychains, and that I actually may put on the keyring. And then I decided to grab just some of the character uh, keychains of the exclusive art, because I, um, I think you were a bit more negative on the art, but I actually kind of liked the winter art. I felt it was really um, character-based with them being energetic and everything. Mm-hmm. And I believe he got every character I wanted. Woo. Which ones did you Le- want? Um, I believe it was Taichi, Hikari, Sora, and Mimi. Mm-hmm. Not not Joe. You seem like a Joe kind of guy. I like Joe. Joe stuff often comes across a bit more boring, though. Uh, yeah. You think? Well, well, like with Tribe Part Four, we were both very excited when Joe had his action moment. Yeah. But but, but here he's sort of he he's skating and he but Goemon's sort of just laying there. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me send you the image so you can actually see. That okay. might help. And every I. I see. I don't know. If, do you guys like look at the images when we're talking about them, or do you just sort of listen to what we're saying? Right. Yeah. I, I think I think I got the ones that I like. You know, like the Mimi one. She's skating, but Palmon's skating and sort mm-hmm. of imitating her. I mean, Gomamon, like Gomamon, sort of just laying there. Yeah. I mean, I think it's supposed to be that he's like maybe body sliding like an otter would in the yeah. snow or something. Like, like, but... I considered, like, I considered the Koshiro one, but I really had to limit myself cash-wise. Yeah. So I decided I like the Tai Chi and the Agumon one, with Agumon sort of jumping, almost like he doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and honestly, I thought the, the Mimi and the Sora ones looked good. Hikari was originally going to be, like, my... If they don't have these, here's a list of alternates. Mm-hmm. But I said, you know what? I kind of liked it more and more the more I looked at it. And yeah, I mean, I still like the Kushiro one, but like I said, money. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, and I um, I ha- was going to get the uh, Courage um, metal keychain. Mm-hmm. I told him, you know, if they don't have that, get pure, purity because Mimi amuses me. She She's not... She's not one of my favorite characters, but she is, if that makes sense. Right. Um, so apparently someone else wanted Courage, and they would only let you get one of each, so he grabbed the Purity for me, but I mm. think he was going to try to grab Courage when he went back. Interesting. Which I, which I assume is why he's not asked me for money yet. Mm. Which is one of those things where I, I almost wish he would, just so I could get it out of my account and you know be done mm. with it. Right. Um, so... Uh, yeah, that closes on April 5th. The other store is closing soon. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And we can move on from the Tribe Pop-Up Shop forever until we I get the products and talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Last week, we went over all the songs in the Tri Character Song albums. We have the cover art. It's kind of nice and pretty and cute. It's it's very... Like, the, the kids' ones are very classy in... Mm-hmm. They're in fancy clothes and album art poses. Yeah. Very Knife of Day. This might be the same clothes Yamato wears in the Knife of Day cover, actually. Or at least it's the kind Possibly. of thing he would wear. And two of them have Wadakoji Waj- hats on. Oh, yeah. 
Oh. And the, the Digimon are all in roughly the same places. They're kind of there. Kinda... They're trying to do the same pose, but like biologically, they kind of can't. But it's that's yeah. kind of like some of them are really close in the exact same pose, and some are kind of you know, just you know, the whatever. The Digimon ones reminds me of the Muppet Show intro. The Muppet, like the the Muppet Show, the Muppet Show. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know okay. where the Muppet Show logo, and they're all sort of popping out of places. Um. Yes. And um, there's the limited edition, which I believe is first print only, and the normal ones. It's so much. It's the price difference is so minimal that if you're gonna get these, pre-order them and get the limited editions because right. it comes with book, you know, booklet, which cast comments, that sort of thing, and hopefully some artwork. Right. The one thing I do like though, and it's kind of subtle, they have the alt, they have the partner colors on the covers. Um, so, like, the the thing they're standing around is basically, uh, like, text blocks that say D.A. Try. Right. So, like, the the kids limited edition is a red background. Mm-hmm. The Digimon limited edition is a gray background, but the letters are colored after the version it's paired with. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. Yes. So, like, if you look at the normal versions, they're yellow and green. Mm-hmm. And the letters are green and yellow. Right. Um, these are all going to be out March 29th. Um, the limited editions are 3,315 yen. The normal are 3,056 yen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a difference of like less than $3. Right. Pre-order them, get the limited editions. And we have uh, previews of all the songs, and most of them are really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, they're, you know, we mentioned they were paired together before, and some of them are references to old songs, and they sound good. Yeah. And various actors are going to be at events in May, based on a lotto, based on a, um, actually late May and June, based on a lotto system for pre-ordering the albums. That doesn't really concern us, but we might get some information out of it. Sure. Yeah. Um. And now, um, we get to go back to the cafe. Yes. Um. Just real quickly. Um. A new forum member was at the was in Japan, went to the cafe, and that was the day Atori Shigematsu was there, who's Piomon. And, and I, uh, I just found out that her name is Atori. Um, that's funny to me. I've seen it translated as Katori also. Mm. Well, it's funny because Atori means bird. Yes, and she plays a bird. Um, yeah, and member made you know videoed them recording. You know, around the cafe, we see Piomon's VA and, you know, her posing in front of the thing for so the camera. So I haven't camera. seen this video yet, and I'm not going to watch it right now because we're recording. But, like, is is it, like, a creepy stalker, oh, look, a celebrity? Or, no. like, did he interact no, with her? No, no, and... no, no. There's, some, like, um, she poses in front of the screen. Yeah. I don't know if it's for a press photo and they just happen to be there. Okay. But, like, you know, she does a bit of – it's not creepy-ish at all. Okay. That's um, cute. Yeah, so we have that video there. And uh, this came up after we released the last podcast. The Jeff was Jeff was oh. apparently listening to the podcast, yeah, and us discussing him being in Japan as he was wandering around trying to find the cafe. <laughs> so apparently, he's yeah. li- listening to us talk about him being in Japan and maybe looking at some of the stuff as he's trying to track down the cafe. And based on footage, it is much closer to a cafe than descriptions of the place previously suggested. This is the place that we thought was like a weird nightclub thing, right? Well, because that's how – like all the descriptions I could find of it talked about it having a DJ 
and have you know oh and we like, asked about was it jeff that we asked about the agumon on the screen and he said it was like a five frame gif yeah he, yeah. he said it yeah and i looked it, uh, and it is in the video also yeah. it's you know just a few frames of animation of the digimon waving and everything uh-huh. like i guess i was imagining something a bit more <laughs> in depth but yeah. you know it's fine it, it's themed it's fun yeah. yeah um Oh, we we already discussed that. We discussed last week the product that was announced there, the Sakuyamon figure, right? Yes. Okay. Then that's it for Japanese Tri News, but we have one more bit of Tri stuff. And this is big, we, like, top five we fi- amazing we news. We finally have official, like, all the details we've had about Tri on Blu ray mm-hmm. have been from stores putting up listings. Yes. We finally have official details from Shout. And it's everything we thought. It's yep. um, being released on May 16th, which is, at this point, almost exactly two months away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blu-ray, DVD, digital combo, which is MSRP's $25. Places have already put it for 16 and 17 and 18 yeah, I think my pre-order is at, like, 16 now. Yeah. DVDs, MSRP's 15 I've seen it for under 10 Wow. Um, if you order it from Shout directly, you get a big lithograph of the cover art. Oh, wait, what's a lithograph? Do I want this? Uh, basically a nice poster. And it's the Omnimon Alphamon poster? Yes. Now, oh. I don't know if it's just the artwork as it was in Japan, or if it's the Shout version where... With the logo. You know, yeah, I don't know. Is it still, um, like, cheap? On the, I might order this right now. Um, they, they mentioned that it's going to be sent rolled up, because some people don't like Mm. posters roll and I, I like that they're being upfront about that it's big though it's 18 by 24 oh 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 <laughs> katrina i'm so sorry i need it for for um yeah so that's it's a nice bonus and shot often does that with their stuff right um the, we do have confirmation of the digital copy I'm still waiting on word from them if it is going to be DRM-free, but the text on the box at least suggests it will. Because mm-hmm. it says digital download, watch anywhere, and that's generally the way they word it for that. Which it's, I'm ecstatic we're getting such a great digital copy for. So I'm Try. on the website right now. It's twenty one ninety seven, um, and I don't know if that includes shipping, but that's already like twice what I'm paying on Amazon, and, but it comes with a cool poster. And of course, you don't know if you're going to be charged now or when it ships. Yeah. Uh, the nice about Amazon, you always know it's going to charge when it ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, recollecting my thoughts. There was uh, a trailer. That's part of the big news. Yeah. The trailer is it is a generic trailer. There's nothing yeah. super... It's special. a bunch and of clips know, from the thing, whatever. And we know the extras... Oh, like DVD, um, yes. Yes. Um, the extras are going to be interviews with the director and members of the English voice cast. Mm-hmm. And inside look at the Los Angeles movie premiere. Yeah, which is neat. Which I assume is the Hollywood premiere. Yeah. That's where it was. Um, I just like the trailer because this was a one-time thing, and they showed very few dubbed clips beforehand, so it's the first oh, time we've yes, heard these words fo- before. Yes. It's fully dubbed, totally normal movie trailer for the movie we all saw three years ago, but oh, yes. so good. See, I, I assume now we know why Funimation was the one who threw the party. Funimation threw a party? Wait, what? What? Well, the, the, the premiere party was basically Funimation. Oh. And that's why a lot of people are going, Funimation secretly has tried. I'm like, no, I'm guessing what it is is Toei needed the party thrown by people who had done it, people they do business with, 
And my guess is, is they had Funimation because Funimation has equipment to do recording and that stuff. Mm. You know, they could just go, we do business, please do this for us. Right. You know, and, you know, pay them and everything. Okay. Yeah. So I, because I doubt Shout had it at the time. Right. So that's why we're getting the extras, basically. I, and I'll, I'll be very curious to see if Funimation's credited on that extra. Um, and I didn't mention it in the news because we don't know. Um, we we know they're interviewing the English voice cast, and at roughly the same time, uh, Joshua Seth had said he was being interviewed at his home for an upcoming animation film he was working on. See, he always tries to be like, "Oh, I'm doing a thing. I can't say what it is." But like, but the thing is, is we do know he's made himself available for recording again for right, it's limited like, stuff. All it he ever does is for tie, though. <laughs> like that's basically all he's ever known for, you know. No, he he was in some big stuff. He was, but like that's still like basically all he's really like. What else okay, has he done? Like he what was are his Trigun? Uh huh. He was in the redub of Akira. Uh mm-hmm. huh. And other big stuff, which I can't remember right now because those are the ones I remember. Yeah, but like recently I... though, you know. But okay, but recently all he did was the one thing. Right. It's not like he's been running around doing in everything Digimon. He was in one thing. Right. Anime. Uh, see, now I'm pulling up cast information so I can see what else he's done. Mm. But yeah, it, it, you know, if they were dubbing something else in LA at the same studio, he might have done some other movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Akira, so, Arc the up, Lad. Okay. Oh, there's an Arc the Lad oh! anime that got dubbed? What? Yeah. Um, I forgot he was in Cyborg 09. Update on Shot Factory pre-ordering to get the lithograph. It's going with shipping. It's going to cost me twenty-seven ninety-six, but and Victor's paying it. Um, yeah, and <laughs> uh, it's worth it for the lithograph. I guess I'll do a. I have an Amazon copy pre-ordered for like seventeen bucks. I can either cancel that, but that's Mark's affiliate link, so I don't know. But I could just do a giveaway Vic- and have both Vic- copies. Yeah, I was gonna say Victor can have it sent. Victor, we can give it away on the podcast. Yeah, well, I might do that, or a video, or I don't know, something yeah. like that. We'll see. Um, okay. We okay. can move on to but, what's next. Yeah. But, um, uh, and just to reconfirm, since for whatever reason people are getting nervous, Shoutside also mentions it's it's going to be dual language and widescreen. Mm-hmm. Because Amazon's information listed English and full screen, which... That that early information is often just wrong and just input, but the information on Shout site gives the aspect ratio correct. It lists the language as being both English and Japanese with English subtitles, and the um, the press release specifically mentions all this. And Victor, you almost forgot a key detail. Um, the press release mentions that they plan to have more released in 2017. Right, so we knew that they were going to do at least the first three, yes. um, but this at least means we don't have to wait too long. So we'll so, get at least a Blu-ray of at least Chapter 2 by December, and there I'm may or may get, not I'm, be a I'm going to guess two and three. Yeah. Uh, that's just my yeah. guess, because at some point you want to try to get them closer in line to mm-hmm. – because like, you know, like you can boy – you can boy a – What's the damn word I'm looking for? Buy. No, you can... Boyo. I can't remember the word. You know, going off news and information from fans being excited about the Japanese release. 
Uh, I, I don't remember the word, so let's move on. Okay. I'm not getting this lithograph thing. It's not worth it. I need to save money. I'm buying a house next year or something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll Victor, see. Victor, and you call yourself a real fan. Um, I, it's really, I'm really trying really hard. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think I should yeah, do? Yeah, I wouldn't worry. I mean, look, here's the thing. Are you going to frame it and put it on a wall? Uh, see, it depends on if it's just this cover art that has, like, the orange thing at the top with, like, the logo and stuff. Well, it, well okay, it's not going to have the orange thing at the top mm-hmm. because that's just the banner for the Blu-ray information. Right. You might get the banner at the bottom left. See, and here's my thing. I generally don't get a lot of posters nowadays mm-hmm. because if I do, I would want to get it framed and hang it up. Yeah, I don't do that, and I really should. And I have a whole wall of posters, and I have a whole Digimon wall, and right now I don't even know where I would put that. I'd have to, I mean, I could just move posters around. Um, well, I think that's it for try, Victor. Okay, I'll... And we have... Uh, a- I'll come back Vic- to this order. Victor's sitting there going, what should I do? I might, see, I, I might, I might do it, but then I might cancel the Amazon pre-order. I don't know. Cancel the Amazon pre-order, get the lithograph. We'll see. If that's what what you are you doing? Uh, you're, you're, are you just getting the one from Shout then? Just because you only need one to scan and stuff? I'm, I'm getting the one from Amazon. Oh, why? You don't want the lithograph? No, I want it, but basically the same reason you. Cash is very tight. Yeah. And as far as I've, scanning goes, it's just the I've, same I've, thing we've seen a million times with the logo, probably. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, time for Atmon. Apumon. Apuri Monsters. Um, oh, first I should mention what Victor doesn't know, hmm. which I've kept secret. Victor, and all of you listening, I'm going to tell you all a secret. I know the topic for the next episode. Um, okay, Me and it? Victor are going to go over some Atmon episodes finally. Oh. Because I'm told there are decent fan subs that don't that are good. Why is this so, a secret? You should tell everyone if there's decent fan subs. What are they? Tell me. We don't do fan subs on With the Will. What do you mean? Oh, you don't like promote them? No. Okay. I mean, we're, we talk about them here because... We kind of have to, be to because discussing mm. why we haven't watched it yet. Right. But me and Victor are going to watch them. Okay. So if this and was a Power Rangers website, would you just not mention the whole overtime TV Nihon well, argument? See, here's the thing. Every once in a while, we sort of loosen and go, okay, talk about it. Just don't link to them. And then someone will go, where can I find it? And, pe- and it's like at that – you know, and we'll probably end up trying again. Because we've sort of gone with the rule in the past of, okay, fine, talk about it. Don't link. Don't link to it. Just you know, discuss it as you would as a mature individual. And then five minutes later, where can I watch it? And you know what I mean. We're not a bootleg site, and that's not what we do. Right. We can't sit here saying go buy these dumb toys no. just to promote the show and also illegally watch the show that we can't have. Yeah. But oh in- no, we can. No, we can illegally watch it, but we're not right. going to sit there shoving people to it. Right. Because here's the thing. The truth is, is I want Crunchyroll to get the damn thing. Yeah, for real, guys. Come on. Like, Miles, come on, get Crunchyroll. It. Story 2 starting. I want it on Crunchyroll. Wave story all two. of the one that day. And I, I mean, I assume that's why none of the many people who have done this stuff for Digimon in the past, not because it was just assumed it would show up like Crosswords. Wait, what do you mean Story 2? Is it like, are they doing like a Crosswords They're thing? moving. To, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit, Victor. Okay. Um, the first bit of news, not mm-hmm. big news, but there's already an Atmon DVD in Japan, if you rent. Because rental DVDs are a thing in Japan. Oh, of course they are. Um, 
they they sort of have popped up here from time to time for some big movies. Japan but likes not... to pretend it's the year two thousand four and the year twenty nine ninety four. My my fi- rental DVDs are basically very often different than the retail DVDs, mm-hmm. and you go and rent them. Of course, uh, this in rental shops in Japan is DVD one episodes one through four. I hope to have someone I know in Japan actually go and grab it so we can hopefully compare it against the retail DVDs when they're out. Yeah, because it's because there, rental there's only, been some so. There's been some weird com- differences before. Oh. Um, I don't remember any ones for Digimon, mm-hmm. uh, but because Victor loves when I bring up Gundam. Um, when they remastered the original Gundam for DVD many, many years ago. Right. And it showed up in rental shops. Mm-hmm. So when I rented it, the rental DVDs were not remastered. Mm-hmm. They were like old VHS copies. Hmm. Um, so that's so wait, what, rent- what stops somebody from renting this and then just never returning it and sending it to you to scan? Like well, besides, I, I, I besides morality, you know. Like, I mean, someone could do it if they want to, but I wouldn't. It, yeah, like they I don't, don't I, they don't like take your firstborn as collateral like it's just a rental shop you know like is there yeah. how, how what's the security of a like you have I to get a you have to get a red box dvd with like a credit card you know so you can't just pay for it with cash well, i assume well it. for one i assume there's no case or anything i assume it's a custom case anyways mm. like the case is on the shelf and you get a generic right whatever. yeah i mean like I said, though, we're gonna, I'm hopefully going to have someone grab it, and they can at least archive certain bits that I can use mm-hmm. for our next topic. Next topic. No, I mean for our next topic, oh. which is we finally have a full packaging product shot of Atmon DVD Box 1. And it looks gorgeous. Yeah, um, I believe, and I say I believe because I'm not sure, I think what's going on here is this, the... Um, Shoutmon art we saw before, which is the logo with the the, the new style text with, you know, it's all mm-hmm. outlined. I believe that's the inner box with the discs. Mm-hmm. When the, the the outer box that we see is kind of the, is the slip cover that we were promised. Right. With new art by scrolling to find it, because like, oh, uh, by Kenichi Onuka. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it is. The discs look really clean and nice. And the booklet looks like it has some good stuff in it from the two pages we see. It looks like we have episode descriptions and character information. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be April 4th for 11,800 yen. It's going to be episodes 1 through 13. Uh, that That's the kind of thing that you don't – That why we ask for donations so we can make sure we can do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm – I pre-ordered that early at Amazon Japan um, to try to get it as cheaply as possible because to try to get it. And I think at this point it's under $80. Ooh. So hopefully. And speaking still, more Atmon, another volume one coming out. Mm-hmm. The Atmon manga is coming out April 4th also for 400 yen. Uh, you mean like the first volume? Yeah. Yeah, the first volume, and it comes with an exclusive Globemon card for the Data Cardass game. Oh, cool. We don't have a cover for it, but I'm going to go ahead and guess it's the promo art. The, with, like, it's the green thing and surrounding the... Yeah, yeah, the green orb, yeah. Just Atmon logo above it. At the bottom, we'll have, you know, the artist's name. And volume one and... Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and now, what we... 
almost talked about earlier. Atmon's moving to a new, better time slot. Woo! It's going to be the same day on Saturday, but it's moving from 7 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Cool. And it will be having a, be starting a new story arc at the same time. Hmm. And we've sort of dis- we discussed last time the information we have on that new story arc. Mm-hmm. Eugen gets the new Appledra... See, the problem is they have Apple Drives, Apple Drivers. It's Apple Drives the Digivice. He gets the thingy. Apple drives the thing. Yes. And, and the others get the new ones also later on. And with that comes new rival characters. Oh. And man, they, they pick some crazy voice actors for some of these. So are these, are we getting four new human people or just four evil Digimon people? Quote, well, the Atmon Twitter is being... Um, right is being cute about whether they're friends or foes. And it should be mentioned, at least in the 3DS games, these are the Atmon you would use that if your partner in the game ends up being the show characters, you need them to get to God grade. Mm. So whether this is telegraphing that or whether this is them playing a trick on everyone, we can't say. Right. But man, they, they picked some good cast people. Um, Karismon, who looks kind of like Globemon to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's pretty well known. Um, he's Shinomiya in Food Wars. Mm-hmm. He was Tomoya in Clanid, which was a big franchise. He's Grey in Fairy Tale. He's Karamatsu in Mr. Osamatsu, which is big right now. And he's Moomin Rider in One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those, where I was going through the list, I'm like, oh god, what am I even going to put on the list? Because there's so much. And uh, the description for Karasman is, is he's an Atmon with the mind control ability. He's especially skilled at using the power of suggestion to influence even strangers. It brainwashes the target with its technique in conversation and manipulates them according to its will. And he really does look like Globemon to me. Victor. What? Yeah. He looks, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. What do you want me to say? He looks like Globemon, but he's black. Um... Well, he's gray. Gray. Yeah. Um, he's gray have, like his character in Fairy Tale. I was paying attention. I just don't have a comment or opinion. Then we have uh, Ayumi Tsunamatsu as Beautymon. Mm-hmm. It feels like this is going to be paired against um, Eri. You think? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's kind of obvious. Don't you think so? Uh, oh, Eri. Mad- oh, for, I thought you said I for some reason. So, yeah. yeah. So we got four main uh, good guys for uh, these things. Oh. Uh, She's Matt in Zoid's Fusors and Marina in Gundam Double O. Beautymon is an Atmon with the beauty ability who is considered the ultimate personification of beauty in this world. It sports not just looks but also a beautiful voice and elegant dancing ability. With its mm. every action, it, it captivates everyone around and doesn't let them go. And it looks like her weapon is microphones. So yeah, that's an airy character. Also, she's Shoutmon's cousin. Also, she has, you know boobs so by default she has to be paired with airy because women have to be paired together no see you could easily have um a me- it, have it be a male because dokemon oh yeah well, she, and also astamon is also kind of dancey and like him and yeah. airy are very similar you know you're actually right that, that that could be the case where maybe they're paired against who they end up being paired with later mm-hmm. um then we have tetsu shiratorius fakemon um, he's probably best known as either Sign Gundam Seed or Lloyd and Code Gas. But another guy who has a lot of credits, um, 
for some reason, I remember the CGI render of Fake Mon being passed around a lot because he's an interesting-looking character. Um, he's an Atmon with the disguise ability, an evil clown that deceives the entire world with its lies using its unparalleled skill in forgery. The next one's going to take a while to get through, Victor. Okay. Um, Biomon is Takahitu Koyasu. He's literally done so much huge shit that I had to give multiple paragraphs and people were still complaining to me in private that I missed big roles of his. Give me the top five, Mark. Top ten or fifteen it is. <sighs> um, he was Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo. In what? Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo. Oh, who's the main character of that anime? Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo. Isn't it based on a manga? What was the manga called? Yes. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying it the right number of times that everyone will know what it's, the fuck uh, it's, either, it's either 7 or 9. Yeah. Um, he was the Japanese version of Optimus Primal in both Beast Wars and Beast Machines. Ooh. Which Beast Machines was done like a decade after Beast Wars in Japan, so getting back the cast for that was neat. Yeah. Um, he's Dojima in Food Wars. Doesn't show up a lot, but really good character. He's Shinsuke in Gintama. He's Luke Valentine in Helsing. He's uh, Razor Phoenix in High School DxD. And he's Takahashi in Initial D. And the, the second section, I basically did big characters of his from other shows because people were going to be upset with me. Um, he's Dio in JoJo. I know who that is. Yeah. Oh, everyone knows who that is, even if it's just from the means. It was me, Dio. Um, he was Mula Flaga in Gundam Seed. He was Zex in Gundam Wing. He was Ioba in Evangelion. He was Cloud in Nisekoi. He was Okiji in One Piece. He was uh, Tenshi's grandfather, Yosho, in Tenji. And his greatest role was Excalibur in Soul Eater. Are you familiar with Soul Eater? I know, I know it's an anime. Okay. Um... Tool did a thing on it once. In the thread, I've put Excalibur's best-known moment, and later I'm going to show it to Victor, and I recommend you all check it out if you don't know what it is. (sighs) Uh, This is a huge voice actor, so I really hope we get some good moments with Biomon. And Biomon is an Atmon with the life ability, a famed powerful doctor, to say that there's no patient that Biomon cannot cure. For Biomon, whose knowledge of living organisms encompasses all, even surgery is akin to child's play. And these four new Atmon make up a group called the Ultimate Four. Which I am excited for that, because back in, like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, there were... People say, oh, Digimon copied Pokemon, but there was, like, 25 shows with similar premises and formats, and they all kind of had, like, four villain groups at one point. Like, because four is, like, a big number... You know, there were, like, the Sovereigns and the Dark Masters, and uh, Flint the Time Detective had some, and there was the Elite Four, and all kinds of groups like this. So it kind of feels like they're kind of going back to that. Yeah. You know, it's very, like, old-school retro childhood. But, but like, but you, like know. It, you know, sort of mirroring that, you know, Digimon, as of late, has had a lot of um, newer actors, especially Atmon. Mm-hmm. These are older, far more... These are very established actors. Mm-hmm. And... At least two of them are major people that it, like just get just fans are going to show up to Atmon just to see some of these people. Yeah, which is good. I hope that and the new timeline or yeah. time slot make the show, yeah, you know, bigger and I mean, yeah, 
And the, and it's then because they don't have another show to shove in the time slot, they're going to do reruns of Boruto. Oh, and cool. that and a lot of people are wondering. I mean, people at for, because at first we didn't know what the new time slot was, so people were like, are reruns of Boruto really expected to do better than Atmon? <laughs> and it's like it's like now we know no Atmon's. I believe Atmon is on right after Ultraman now. Oh, I believe Ultraman's on at nine on Saturday. Ultraman Orb. That's a good show. We mean, yeah. we, we watched a few episodes of that. Yeah, so that's the version oh. where you know Toei had not Toei. Well, it's not Toei, but it's a Toei now. Um, yeah. But you know, Japan has this big fetish for anniversaries, so they do like the whole Gokaiger Kamen Rider Decade thing, where he can turn into. Pa- well, no. To be to be fair, he, Victor, what we're still celebrating Digimon's fifteenth anniversary at this point. I know. Yeah, no, they're crazy, but that's the Ultraman where he can combine powers from past okay. Ultras. It's cool. Yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, Atmon shaping. I don't know if it would be if ch- saying it's changing would be properly, but it, it looks like they're going to push up the next arc up to eleven. It mm-hmm. appears. And it do we know makes... what the ratings? Like, I know the DS game did no. not sell well, but do we know how this is doing? My overall? understanding is, is once the price was cut, the DS game started. The 3DS game started to sell because I oh. believe the MSRP was actually more expensive than Pokemon Sun and Moon. Why? I, I was just—it was just because um, I saw like a sale uh, shelf from a Japanese store, mm. and it was like a, it was like a 3DS Mario game, Pokemon Sun and Moon, and Atmon were mm-hmm. um, all being heavily advertised, and they showed like the MSRP and them being on sale. It's like, you know, I'm looking at the price. I'm like, wait, wait, is Atmon's MSRP higher than Pokemon? Jesus. So you know, I'm. It's possible, and it's also possible Pokemon got cut down in price a month or two to push more sales, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but yeah, Atmon is shaping up to be slightly more... I, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes up. I especially like that the enemies all have dynamic... Well, I mean, we don't know if they're really enemies, but I'm calling them that. They picked ones with very dynamic designs. Mm-hmm. Like, we can see how each one sort of mirrors different aspects of different characters. Like, well, like we said, Charismon looks like Globemon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Beautymon could fit with either Aerie being the idol or with um, Astra. Astra being an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see Fakemon, he has that, men- like, he- he's a humanoid character, but he has a menacing monster look to him. Mm-hmm. So that could be either more Ray and Hackamon or it could be Astra being, you know, a clown. Right. He's an entertainer. And Biomon, I could see fit with a few different, like, he's not humanoid, he's not really humanoid, mm-hmm. like Hackmon stuff. But I could also see it being, you know, more fitting with Haru, because, you know, he has the green, and mm-hmm. he has sort of like an ethereal look, which they've sort of gone with in images of Globemon. Right. So, I don't know, because all these sort of feel like they could pair with two of the characters. I mean, there's each one has an obvious pairing to a degree, right. but I don't know, and that that may be on purpose and probably mm. is. But I like that, and that's it for App on this week. Woo! Um, but yeah, a lot of really good news this week, and it's all really fun stuff. This was a big okay. show, and it was a good big show. I approve of this show. Well, first, we have questions to get through, Victor. I know. <laughs> um. Victor's just very happy that there's no lists of stuff. And the next time there's a huge list of stuff, um, 
you may see you may hear Victor run away when I go to do it. There may be a uh, I may I'm gonna have a vacation that day. I don't know when it is, but I, I think I'm busy. Yeah, I, I'm not expecting it for months and months. Alrighty. It it just happened that we got like three or four of them in a row, all in our first episodes. Yes. So our first question is from our good friend Costas. Yay. What is what is your favorite song from anything Digimon ever? Ooh. Mine has to be Braveheart. <sighs> he already took the best answer. I don't know if I can think of anything else. So the problem is, is it's hard to think beyond Butterfly, even though there's a lot of fun songs. Right. Like, I don't remember the title, but like I liked um, Miyako's character song in O2, because that's kind of like a Mega Man style to it. Really? Or like hmm. um, Mimi's, o- or Mimi's O2 character song is like this weird, fun pop song. Let me pull up my phone and see what I what is worth or, putting on my phone. Or a song that I quite like, and for obvious reasons, Koshiro's O1 character song, yeah. which is our theme song, which we picked sort of because I liked the song and the karaoke version fit well with the mood. And I was busy fighting you about the logo. I didn't feel like fighting about the song. Did you actually like the song, or did you just decide I'm not going to argue this? I mean, it's you know, it sounds kind of. Uh... Well, I had planned to have a switch to hopefully other character songs. Yeah. Don't worry, Victor. We'll switch to Mimi's. No, I don't hate it. Do you, do you just want to do straight character songs from now on, or do you want to like jump, switch it up and do like a... Well, we'll, we'll switch to other stuff, but I don't plan on switching that often. Right. That. Let's say every 13 lo- episodes. Something like that. Yeah. Like, for example, I wouldn't really use Mimi's because it's a bit too bubbly and poppy yeah. for us. I think I we should if, try like a video game song at some point. Nobody uses those. That'd be cool. Oh, at some point we'll... At some point, we will find a video game song and use it. Like, I, like if we do an April Fool's episode, it may very well be Mimi's theme. God, I just got a million... Me- o- Crap, we have, like, a few weeks to put this April Fool's show together. <laughs> okay, start coming up with ideas now. Um, I like Runner... Like, I like the Jason... Uh, what's, what's his name? <laughs> he died. It was very I, sad. I, I, I don't... Or no, I, he didn't I, die. Jason Radford. Never mind. Or no. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of three different people. Yeah, you're, you're combining different people. <laughs> I like um, uh, Run Around and Change Into Power. Those are good American ones. No, run, run Around I actually really like. Yeah. And fr- frankly... Um, run Around feels like it could just be a song. It's not like there's no Digimon yes. terminology and it's just like a good rock song. Um... <laughs> I want to say later in the song there is some Digimon stuff, but I don't think they ever got to it in the show version. No, in the full song, it doesn't like use any words okay. or terminology okay. of any kind. Okay, I'm misremembering it then. Um, um, I don't know. See, it's so hard. But like I said, though, it's so hard to get past Butterfly and Braveheart and I Wish or even stuff like Slash and Evo are both good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the forum's named after a song. Yeah. Which people are always very surprised by. Um, I mean, I mean, Cross like, Wars one, has some great music too. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like for, I mean, like people do enjoy trashing Cross Wars and Hunters, especially. The music's all fucking fantastic. Oh, Hunters has great. The Tagiru theme is so good. Yeah, it, I mean, it. I mean, if I had to name my favorite, it's hard to get past Butterfly and Braveheart. Yeah. It just is. Yeah, there's just too much. Too much. Sorry, Kostas. I mean, the answer is too much. Yeah, I mean, see, the problem is, is like, I remember in high school having MP3s of basically everything on my very, very ancient MP3 player I had when no one else did. Mm-hmm. 
that was giant and shaped like a CD player. And, like, it's just so much good music. And a lot of it's stuff that even – that people aren't even necessarily familiar with because it might not have shown up in the show. Yeah. I know I'd never yeah. heard of Koshiro's character song until you made me listen to it, so. Oh, so, see, I'm going to make you listen to others later then. Great. Yeah, so sorry, Custis. It, I mean, if you're going to pick the favorite, it's um, for, it's going to be one of the obvious choices. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, then our friend Sean, Shooting Slayer, popped up with another question. If you had the choice to go to the digital so, bleh, if you had the choice to go to the digital world, but you wouldn't know when you could return, would you go? But you would have access to the internet. Yes. See, I overthink things, so my question is, what does it mean in this context? Would I have a Digimon partner? Would I have any clue what's going on? Or would I just be thrown into random world I don't know anything about? Our personalities were just perfectly summed up in the past 20 seconds. <laughs> I mean, isn't part of the fun of doing it having a partner? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure... I don't know. I mean, there's so, so many what, questions so what, you could so ask. What Vic, so what Victor's saying is, is he doesn't mind if he was being in Frontier. <laughs> I don't mind if I'm just, like, dropped in there, like, just... Like, I don't care if I'm pulling a Shibumi. Like, I'll go in there and I'll explore and I'll do my thing. And uh, part of Digimon has always been exploring and uncovering the unknown... I'm... Drop see, me in there, me, you know? See, the answer for me is probably yes, but I like it's one of those things where I'm overthinking the question very yeah. clearly. Here's what I would and say. Our, I would not go, but I would send my kids because Digital World and Digimon are for children, and they need the experience and the adventure more than me. If you're from the government and you're listening to this show in many years, take Victor's kids away from him because he just said he would send them away to a world where they'd have to spend for themselves. I'd give them, like, <laughs> I love you, kids. D- dig that hole, Victor. <laughs> Katrina, <laughs> this is the man you're marrying. Uh, <laughs> now, on to our last question from Luciano, who's Luci Cola. Um, we've sort. I think we've sort of had a question similar to this. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Do like we think based this? Maybe not had an answer question. Yeah, but it's come. Do up. we think based on the success of Try that Toei will make similar projects with Digimon O even Tamers, and these are Tamers fan- fans are and use the emoji for fire twice. So I assume he's saying, I don't know if Tamers fans are fiery or upset. I'm just going to say no, just because Adventure is the Mighty Morphin of Digimon. and um, no, um, well, like, well, for me, it goes back to it. How we could context. get something, but it won't be. We're not going to get Digimon Adventure Zero to try. We're not going to get Digimon well, Tamers see, try. See, see, I was thinking about this last night. I could imagine Digimon Adventure try part zero two. It's just one standalone part showing us what the O2 kids were doing. Yeah. The whole time. No, yeah, I, that's what I was just thinking. We could yeah. get six movies and then like... A thirty-minute special about just the Zero Two Kids. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like I said with Tamers, I could see something like a web OBA. Yeah, which then gets clipped together into a movie. Mm-hmm. I think the the okay the problem with doing a Tamer sequel is is people don't really want more Tamers. They just want to see those characters again. Yeah, and I think adventure work in the context of it's something kind of slow moving. I don't think people would like that with Tamers. 
Yeah, no, I would not want a try straight up. Like, I'll take, like, don't give me, oh, they're in high school and they're reunited and there's an infection. Like, give me, like, 10-year-old Takato again, just, like, on new adventures somehow, you know? Make see, it I, I, see, I think people are, are expecting junior high or high school Takato. Well, who cares? I mean, what people really want is another um, movie six. Yeah. They, they just want to see the characters again, and I don't disagree with that sentiment mm-hmm. but i don't think we really want more tamers no because whether how you think because we kind of have two different branching endings to a point mm-hmm. it ended well yes every version of the ending that we got is good yes so yeah next uh, question oh wait that's the end yay um, so how do you feel about the news this week, Victor? Uh, I didn't get tired until we, uh, those, I mean, those Atmon actors almost put me to sleep, but you know what? Oh, come on. You almost fell asleep during one of the best parts. <laughs> I didn't Everyone fall asleep. I just I'm yawned not even a joking. little Send bit. Victor hate mail. <laughs> I mean, no, on, this that, was a that, good that, show. This was a great set of news. It was all stuff I had most of the opinions about, um... I feel like when I get caught up on Atmon, because apparently Mark is making me do it for the next episode now, uh, I will, you know... To be, fair, there's all, to be fair, there's only like three or four episodes so far, so it's not like we're going to burn through 20 at what a time. What do you mean, time. so far? Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So this new subgroup that's doing it, they've started from the beginning, and we're just doing... Yes. We're going over them, yes. not whatever's new. Yes. Oh, so it'll be at like... Some, at, some, at some point, we'll hit a... Ca- at, well, what I hope will happen, and mm-hmm. hopefully the audience will agree, is, is you know we'll do them in batches of three or four every whatever. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we'll catch up. Okay. Okay. Sure. Because, and of course, the interesting thing is, is even discussing it, it'll be more like try than a rewatch because me and Victor haven't been watching it. Yeah, so... I mean, I watched episode one, Raw, and then I watched it with whatever the subgroup was, and then I watched episode two, Raw. Here's the only problem with this. Katrina is invested with in this, and I watched an episode without her, and she got upset. So I'm not sure how that's all going to jive with her. You'll so, have to make her watch them with you. I'll have to make her rewatch them in better subtitles. I don't know if she's <laughs> up for okay, that. Okay, then... We'll see. then... Okay, well, then at some point, you'll hit an episode where she can watch it Yeah. start watching with you. I guess, yeah, we're only, like, 13 episodes in, and she is not, like... In, she's invested to the point where she doesn't want me to watch it without her, but not enough that it's, like, on her radar of things to watch. Yeah. So... Okay, well, then, then in a month, month or two, or whatever, mm-hmm. you'll be able to start watching with her again. Yes. Yeah. I, I think the high point, though, were the, the figures in the 18th anniversary for this episode, though. I... Uh, figures, yeah, I loved Volcano's message, um, figures also See, including and, the Greymon. And, and we also have people trying to figure out what his message means. Yeah. Like, like some people are going, you know, he's not sure he did enough to deserve, you know. And I'm assuming this is a translated? Yes. Yeah, so. Um, it was thanks to, uh, Garm, who does a lot of our translations. So, like, people seem unsh- like, he's saying he's not in a position to give thanks. Some people are saying, well, he's just being humble. I kind of wonder if he's maybe saying it since he's not there anymore, mm-hmm. because he was kind of there to protect it and to everything. It 
And now here's a question. Did anybody who is there say anything? Did we get anything from official Toei people? I didn't look too deeply because a lot of the official Toei people are working on stuff now. And in fairness, like, Toei, they have a fetish for anniversaries, not like random ones. Like they'll do yes. 15th and 20th, but not 18th, you know. But like, um, like Kenji Watanabe, he didn't post a message, but he retweeted an image and a message that Mega House had posted with – um. It was the adventure kids with the Digimon and all the figures of them and everything they had done. Right. Basically going, you know, hooray. But And he had retweeted that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I only posted Oda's message because it just seemed very personal to fans. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the fact is, is he has that he has that promo thing, which is brand new, which means he's still getting stuff. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's nice. Yeah. So that's the. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a better outro for us, but it's just been a very nice and pleasant episode with lots of fun things to discuss. Mm-hmm. And next time you guys will get to hear us talk about Atmon. Yay! And I won't have the DVD box by then. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what else we can discuss. Absolutely. So we will see all of you guys next time. See you later, guys. 